0: back.
1: So welcome to the. Uh, I don't know what it what, what I
0: want it's to call this it, thing.
2: Episode
1: twenty three. <laughs> oh, is that our? We're up to twenty three, and it only took yes. us what a year and two months. Eh, a
2: year and in a couple of months. That's okay.
1: Year and a half. All right. <laughs>
2: Whatever, so, achievers.
1: Anyway, today our uh, our discussion is going to focus on all things flight test community wise, and joining us to talk about some things going on in the community, we have Jeff Chris Baum say hello hello everybody we have josh orchard
3: hi i'm back
1: and everybody's favorite flying monkey fred provost hey (laughs) and of course joining us as always is mr mike finley
2: hey everybody how are we doing today i'm awesome good 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 glad to hear that
1: Yeah. yeah so it's the day after christmas
2: yes it is
1: it is. It's, it's the the, the build-up and the whole... You know what they call that? I think they call that in, in literary terms, but I think it's called the denouement, when everything just kind of drops.
4: Can you spell that?
1: No. <laughs> <think it>
2: <laughs> Don't use words you can't spell.
1: It starts with D and ends in moi.
2: It's in moi. <laughs> I like it.
1: <laughs> yes. So uh yeah as usual we really haven't planned anything. I've written down a couple things to talk about, but you know, we're we're here hanging out with some friends and that's what it's all about. So, uh Mike. Yes, sir. What do we do now?
2: Well, um one thing I would like to say is, is I want to thank everybody for uh listening to us because we have hit 600 likes on Facebook. What what whoop, whoop. So we got that going on and that's about it.
0: 600 people <laughs> in the entire
1: universe like us.
2: Yeah. On Facebook. On Facebook. Popular. Yeah.
1: On Facebook. Yeah.
2: I know we're over 180,000 downloads, so that's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. I'm that's pretty, slick. I'm pretty happy with that. So yeah. other than that, man, I ain't got a whole lot of anything. I haven't done anything. Um, I'm waiting on, uh, Christmas stuff to be shipped. Because i got nothing so far yet oh yeah that's all right yeah, i feel like me. That. i can't say that though because uh uh chip uh hunter actually yeah. got me this wonderful little uh sp 100 smart oh, wow. 100 whatever it is little nano quad this thing is crazy good
1: and, and you know what kind of guy chip is now chip lives two counties over from me here in the middle of central nowhere pennsylvania yep and he flew all the way to kansas city yes he just to help might get that thing flying that's the kind (laughs) of guy chip hunter is
2: not only did he do that but he delivered it by hand (laughs) wow yeah (laughs) so was that two trips yes two different trips
3: yeah that's man commitment or the man needs to be committed
2: well
0: coming to commercial pilots
2: i would say probably committed but
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, he's a commercial pilot. And he I guess he yeah. makes regular stops there in KC. So uh yeah. it's cool that you guys could get together and do that. That's really yeah, awesome. it
2: was pretty awesome. Because I had yeah. a heck of a time to get it flying. So
1: yeah, so it's all good now.
2: Oh, it's perfect. Now. It's awesome. great. I love this thing. Cool. I was out uh, I had that FD on and, I had that on my
1: that? I had that on my list of talking points. I can scratch that one off now. I can, if yeah, I could find can something to it with. But I can't. <laughs>
2: yeah. Here, here's a pen, Pat.
1: You got it? all right, thanks,
2: buddy. All right, there you go, buddy.
1: <laughs> it turned <laughs> into a pair of needle nose pliers in the
0: transfer. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah. The internet. No. Not quite ready for human trials. <laughs> yeah. No. Not quite. Happy. Not quite. <laughs> well, it's good to see everybody. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah and happy holidays or whatever you decide to follow, man. We appreciate you guys coming on the day after Christmas anyway.
1: Absolutely. So. Hey, chip hunters.
2: Hey, we're talking about Chip.
1: There he is. There he is. Our one fan.
2: (laughs) And we've got three whole viewers, so.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a good thing people can download us at their leisure because, you know, we're not exactly burning up the ratings right
4: now. (laughs) (laughs) Three listeners that takes the pressure off.
1: Yeah. So, uh, hey, before, another little, uh, Little little uh, item of housekeeping. Today is Ryan Papp's birthday, and I just want to say, Happy birthday, Ryan! Yeah, oh
3: yeah, birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Ryan.
1: Ryan! We love you, guy. He had to climb a tree to get his quad out today. He did. Yes,
2: he did. Did, did, he, <laughs> did you see the maiden? <laughs>
4: did, did, did he need any um, Hello Kitty
2: band aids afterwards? <laughs> he might have, S- I
0: don't
1: know.
2: Surprisingly, no. <laughs> it didn't look like it anyway. Did you see the maiden of that thing?
1: <laughs> I didn't watch the video yet. Oh
2: my god!
1: He, he referred to it as a spinning ufo like thing.
2: (laughs) yeah it it was like the spinning quad of death man because i mean it just went right straight out i mean it was spinning as fast as it could go when it took off yeah that's wild it was like a firework without the fire
1: motor direction is important (laughs) (laughs) so what's everybody up to well I, I I just want to thank and it, 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 ser- seriously, I'm I'm goofing around and being my silly self today, but I I sincerely want to thank uh, my friends. Uh, you know who you are. Um, I I got a couple of Christmas presents that just I pff, try not to tear up, but no, um, just totally blown away by the generosity of folks. Um, my my friends here on this little thing we call the internet. I got for Christmas. A fully assembled race quad, and I believe it's a uh, Lumineer QAVR frame. Um, and now I got to figure out how to make this thing fly, which I'll do.
4: We we can tell you hadn't flown it. There's no dirt stuck in it anywhere.
1: <laughs> yes, there will be though. I promise you. Yeah, and it's real muddy out there right now, so it could uh, that a lot of dirt. And then some really nice guy sent me. The Cyclops uh, FPV goggles. So, thank you very much, Fred. That that means you guys mean. Ugh, I, I don't even know what to say. It has been a stressful Christmas this year, so this really helps out my mood and my demeanor and all that good stuff. So, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah.
2: Glad we could do something for you, bud. Yeah. yeah, you're welcome.
1: Thanks.
0: Thank you.
2: Like like I said, um, I, I I wanted to make sure that
4: you know we continued the tradition of giving you eyes in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, Okay, so here's, here's the thought, because I have a very guilty conscience, so here's the thought process that went through my head. Um, Fred, a couple years ago, two, three, maybe three years ago now at least, at sent, least yeah. sent me a package and this thing was like, it, it was a box, but it was completely wrapped in duct tape and I thought there might be a <laughs> severed human head inside. I don't know. Open it up. And, and I have them right here. Hang on. And he sent me. He sent me a nine hundred megahertz uh, FPV setup with a patch antenna, a linear, uh, a dipole antenna, and and these these eyeglasses, which are theater glasses, uh, like you can watch TV and stuff through them. And now, and I, I've kind of in a couple previous. Podcast. I've showed them and I said, well, this is what I'm working with. And I didn't mean it as like, this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> I mean, I was very grateful, they, but now they, I'm they, like...
4: They, they're, they're kind of, you know, broken. I said them to Patrick.
1: Yeah, they were kind of broken, but they worked. They worked <laughs> Except yeah. for the glare of all the oh. light that comes in. Matter of fact, okay, I... My solution to the glare problem, because they don't form fit around, because they're made to be watched in a dark room, um, was I I bought a bolt of black cloth. So I would tie it around my head and I'm sure I looked like I was about to be executed when I was using
0: these.
4: Oh, oh! trust me. Quad pilots are not terrorists. And then there's Pat.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there, man, like, sitting out there. I was in like a there, black hood. With a black with hood. With a on. <laughs> So no,
1: but dude, Fred, thank you so much. And and I got them working today. I, uh, <clears throat> as a matter of fact, I, I I introduced too many variables, but it all worked out because I tried my uh, little, uh, no, oh, it's in this box here. Let me grab it. My little uh, BangGood uh, camera VT, uh, VTX transmitter that I got for the uh, E10 Tiny Whoop, and it worked great. This this wait, oh okay. but this little sucker right here and uh so i was i i held the camera in my hand i put the goggles on and i walked around my entire house (laughs) and it was exciting and i i honestly i felt a little uh, nauseous at the end but it was all good
4: and was there any family guests there
1: no 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 family guests there at the time so there's no pictures of this somewhere well, I, I texted you the picture.
2: Well, the, yeah, the intentional one. Yeah, we we needed Wendy to oh, right. like, uh, record a yeah. video of
1: that. You need a candid one? Okay, I'll see what I can do with well, that. T- i tell you what, you can, you can
3: copy off the Rotorite guys and make breakfast tomorrow using the FPV gear and yeah. have Wendy take a picture of you with your face on fire.
0: Yeah. Right, I'll, I'll, just view, I'll
1: just glue the little VTX right to the quantum casing right there in front of me, and I'll just cook some bacon.
4: There you go. Good. It's Good. funny because I, I actually thought that was a somewhat entertaining episode. Chad says it's one of the worst ones they've done. <laughs> I
1: Apparently entertaining. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Apparently the feedback yeah. was not so positive, though. Yeah, well, it, it, you know what it was with with, with the road uh, with the rotary community. It was not controversial enough.
4: Well, there was no flying in it. it was part of it. I think. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah we have a
4: work
2: sense of humor, so
1: there wasn't enough to fuss about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry
2: that's alright there's always something to be uh, fussing about when people watch any of the Red Ride episodes normally so
1: so a while back uh, some guy contacted us and said you know you guys are called the Flight Test Community Cast but you haven't talked about the community in I don't know, forever so <laughs> So, we wanted, we wanted, and, and in fact, for, for a while now, we've been wanting to do one that's focused on simply the community and what people are doing. And there's some cool things going on that, that Jeff and Josh are here to talk about. And we've got Fred here because he's the dictator of the forum. Um, and, and he's always fun to talk to. He, it, unfortunately, before we went live, and he really should have saved this for this time when we we're like broadcasting live, he rode his freaking scooter into his shop. Like, we're sitting there, and there's this headlight coming out of the darkness, and, and he rides right into his freaking shop.
4: Well, well, there is a point to the scooter. In fact, here, let me step out of the way and maybe you can see it. Um, I rode a scooter at Flight Fest. It was uh, John Fury's yep. little red scooter. And uh, when I saw this on Craigslist, I didn't care what the price was. I bought that. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I bought it just because of Flight Fest.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. I can see that.
1: Yeah, John's got a couple of like vintage ones, like nineteen sixties, early seventies vintage scooters that are really cool.
4: Yeah, this is this is like eighty-one.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's
3: best year. That's my favorite. And year. I ride it everywhere.
1: It's not your wait eighty-one. Not because you were born that year, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Kids. You were born in eighty-one. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, the year oh I graduated. The rest of us are like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I say that only to make you guys feel awkward yeah thanks I remember, I
0: remember, <laughs> I remember, I remember <laughs> hanging out with
4: my friends listening to Michael Jackson in 1981
0: yeah me too <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, graduated high school in 81 okay well you're old yeah I know
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, I'm the crabby old just, guy
0: you're
4: just taking it to a whole new level there <laughs> yeah, so get off my lawn.
1: <laughs> so what's been going on in the forum these days? Uh, I, I, we've got a couple things happening. We've we've got um, we have got a balsa build along going on that's really exciting because we uh, many many of us have wanted to see balsa more to be represented more on the forum and, and it seems to be growing slowly. So I think this is, this is a great step to get more people involved in building Balsa. So, so Jeff, you have been, you've been like one of the very few Balsa guys on the forum for a long time. The first time, the first thing I remember about you from the forum was the Navion that you built, that, that, uh,
5: you ended up, that thing ended up in a magazine or something, didn't it? Oh, that one, yes. Um, that was a uh, build-off competition for model airplane news, I believe. And everybody starts with the same basic kit, which could best be described as a low-wing stick. And <laughs> you modify it to whatever finished design you want. And I turned mine into essentially a Navion with the tracks. And uh, other people turned them into all kinds of different planes, and uh, I ended up with uh, Honorable Mention for that, which I'm happy with, very happy with. It was my first balsa bash. Awesome.
1: Nice. So, nice.
5: And it still flies. It's in one piece, Oh wow. I'm really that's happy always it.
0: good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's very impressive. Now, what's the wingspan on that thing? Because, that, I mean,
5: re- putting retracts in that thing, that's a lot of weight for it, isn't it? It, yeah, I did some really dumb things with it. Um, <laughs> the the retracks are all motorized, and there's three of them. It's a tricycle gear. Uh, the wingspan is about, I'm looking at it right now trying to decide. It's about probably a 40-inch wingspan. Okay. Um, it's also rather top-heavy. The way I built the canopy, I had no idea what I was doing. If I if I could do it over again, I would have uh, probably carved the top of it out of uh, foam, and that would have saved a considerable amount of weight. But um, it it flies pretty well it looks nice but it's a little bit twitchy
1: i bet yeah cool No, it's pretty in it. if if you're listening to this and you don't know what a navion is it's one of the most beautiful uh Absolutely. civilian single engine airplanes ever built by the ryan company right yes yeah um so the ryan navion it it, it kind of looks like a i don't know what it looks like it's it's a little bit of a fighter plane-ish in lines, but it's got this kind of dome. T- and they're huge. If you ever stand beside one in person, they—they, they, I just recall them seeming enormous. Um, is
5: it, is it Side close? by side for, for it, the pilot. Yeah, but, it's, it's a four place. Um, is it four? I thought it was two. I may be wrong. I've never I, seen I, one in person. I'm pretty,
1: I'm pretty sure it's four place, but they're they're big airplanes. They're
5: tall.
4: Okay. Jeff, is it, is it somewhere that you could yeah. bring it into the frame sure. but, uh, without causing an avalanche.
5: Yeah, hang on one sec.
3: Not to get
4: rid of him.
1: Okay, now that he's <laughs> gone, we can talk about him.
0: <laughs> Did you smell
3: that? I think that was him. Whew.
4: <laughs> <laughs> You're blaming me.
5: No, it's,
3: wow. it's, it's funny that you bring up the balsa build-off, because it started, and I was thinking,
1: oh, that would be really <laughs> Here fun. he comes, here he comes. Oh, okay,
5: okay. Oh, did I miss anything?
1: <laughs> no, we weren't talking about you at all.
5: Okay, but well, this all is right. the, uh, the one that I did for the contest. Nice. And as I said, there's a number of things I would do differently. The retracks <laughs> definitely added a lot of weight, and I had to really get creative to try and fit them in place. But It worked. And
4: so so it's it's like a park flower size, but probably flies in a little bit bigger area.
5: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely needs a good uh, hard surface runway to land on. It won't handle grass at all. Then I did another uh, Navion for, just for the fun of it that was converted from a um, set missing. of RC plans. Or I'm sorry, from a set of uh, control line plans. This one uh, didn't survive the maiden, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be rebuilt someday.
1: Cool. The canopy sounds sturdy. Wait, wait.
2: Oh, we're losing you, Fred. Uh oh, Fred. Your wife Fred's must have got that. The are supposed to survive the maiden?
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> it's, it's, optional.
1: <laughs> it's optional. It's optional. 50 50 chance, usually. Yep. So now. That's that's the first thing I recall, first time I recall uh, you being on the forum and you've been around for a long time. Then we met at, at Flight Fest and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, I
5: apologize for that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I'm still, still trying to get over that. Um, <laughs> but uh, now you're you, you are involved with the boss of Build-Off that's going on on the forum. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
5: Yeah, um, it, it's actually something I had looked at for a, a long, you know, probably about a year or so ago I had contemplated doing it, never got around to it. And uh, JS knockoff on the forums uh, picked up the ball and ran with it this year. And uh, I was all over it at that point because I didn't have to organize it. It made it a lot easier for me. (laughs) I'm a little (laughs) bit lazy. (laughs) Um, So um, the whole goal is to get people to try building BALSA, people that haven't built BALSA, give them a shot to try it in an environment that will be helpful for success. It's right now I think uh, with everybody building Dollar Tree foam board planes for years there's a, a mystery surrounding the old-school ways of balsa and uh, it so far it's going well we've got uh, I believe there's about 14 people that are building so far uh, 11, 11 of us are doing uh, various planes from mountain models most of them being the Eva series there's a couple of um, easy build models a hair engineering a Dumas, and a Gilos.
1: Okay, cool. Now, I said build off, but it's really not a competition. It's a build along. So it's more of a a way for everybody to kind of jump in with with a fairly basic kit and and support each other in, in the whole entry into the world of Balsa, which is a very nice thing. People still seem to be intimidated by it for some reason, and there's really no reason to be intimidated by it
5: once you work with it a little bit it it right. all becomes a lot easier and you're right it's not a competition at all the only award people have is the fact that they're going to hopefully have a finished plane that they can take out and fly afterwards
1: okay cool speaking of planes that you can take off and fly afterwards you and your dad actually built a balsa plane in one well in in, in what two about two days time at yeah. flight
5: this last year yep uh, i think uh, for two Flight Fest 2016, between the two of us, we had maybe three flights throughout the uh, course of the event and spent most of the time in build tent number three uh, building a telemaster. Oh, yeah. Nice.
3: Amazing.
5: A hey, <laughs> yep, it, it <laughs> flew on day three. Actually, it was a little bit windy. Uh, the plane needed to be balanced. And quite honestly, I was so burned out by the end of <laughs> building for two days straight that um, I, I, I flew it a couple times and then packed it away. So I didn't destroy it.
3: Two days is nothing, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know where he's going.
5: <laughs> yep. Well, well I, it,
3: I saw that flight. It was, it was really cool. I was really impressed. You, you and your dad did a great job on that build. And I was, I was really excited to see it come together. Number one, cause I'm a builder, but number two, it's a balsa, So therefore it's, more special by default in my
5: opinion but it was a fun father-son project even though the son is now in his uh, upper 40s it was still (laughs) nice to get out Uh, people ask why we drove all the way from wisconsin just to build planes our plane in ohio and it was still a a great environment we had a lot of fun the wind was a bit difficult at times especially when it came to covering the plane but (laughs) um but we made it work
3: Cool. I, got the, I got the same question when I built the Sikorsky. Why would you drive all the way to Ohio from Maryland to build an airplane?
5: Well, I, I kind of blame the uh, whole idea of doing the telemaster on you. It seemed like a good idea at the time.
3: You're welcome.
5: You never really talked me out of it. No. I was
3: going to say, you, never, you must not
5: really talked to him after the fact. Huh? Yeah,
3: well, you know, I never try to talk anybody out of doing build ever.
5: So. Mm. Well, it was fun to watch you build that Sikorsky, and I think that's what gave us the idea of, hey, let's let's try something that people here really aren't going to be familiar with, which is balsa. Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's that's why I did the Sikorsky as it was because so many people were building dollar foam board airplanes, and I really wanted to show people how you could take foam to the next level. Mm-hmm. So you've just done the exact same thing with a different medium. Mm-hmm. So I I, I just really went back in time. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was awesome. I loved it. Every time I walked by, I was like, oh, what are you doing? How's it going? <laughs> What's crooked?
0: Uh, <laughs> <works>. Jerk. Jerk. <laughs>
3: all that yeah. worked overnight. Oh, you're screwed.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> ah, just fix right. it with the iron.
5: <laughs> More glue.
1: Just trim it out. That's right.
0: Lots of
5: trim. Yeah, built an entire plane nah. with not a single drop of hot glue. What? Isn't it re- wow! It's Isn't possible. It it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's foreign to
2: a lot of people. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep.
4: Well, and I'll say, you know, you, you hear a lot of people complaining that there's not, you know, any balsa building anymore, and you know, the old times are gone, uh, and they, and they complain about all the Dollar Tree foam board type builds or the Arf builds, or the ready to fly stuff. Um, But I look at it as. How many more people are we getting in the hobby with those?
5: Oh, absolutely!
4: It never would have been experienced. That never would have been exposed to balsa uh, without it. I mean, you got 14 people building balsa right now on the on the forum that that would probably not be doing it.
5: Uh, absolutely. Yep.
4: And, and people watching it saying, "Hey, you know what? That's not so hard. I can do that. Maybe I'll do the next one."
5: Yep. Yeah. It yeah it it does expand what you can do when you can add balsa to a dollar tree foam board plane or even just doing the, the carved foam uh, you know it, it just expands what you can do and how nice of a finished project you can make absolutely
2: yep. yeah I'm looking at a big you know. giant plane behind you yeah
5: oh yeah yeah what's that <laughs> uh that's uh, my attempt to deforest a small nation from balsa <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a um l19 bird dog uh, oh especially. wow Uh, that's right now as it stands, it's right. It's standing on this firewall because I haven't taken delivery on the cowl and I'm six foot three and that comes up to about here on me. Wow. The wingspan. Right. Without the cowl. So it's going to be about, uh, it's going to be approaching seven foot with the motor and prop. What's the span? Uh, wingspan is 116 inch. 160
3: birds. Uh, hey, whose plans are those? Was that Hostetler?
5: Yep. That's a 27% scale from Hostetler.
4: Yeah, now, is that okay. heavier or lighter than two sticks of butter?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> On the moon. <laughs> it, it will require a, um, the FAA decal, of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, sure it will. So that one, hopefully, I'll have done... Sometime next summer, it's it's going to be a while.
1: Awesome, that's that's going to be beautiful, dude. Yeah,
5: and there is a build thread on the forum if anybody's interested in seeing um, what it takes, what it what it started with. Is all you start with on these planes is just a couple of pages of plans. There's um, there's you can get kits of uh, of a lot of the pre-cut pieces if you want, but I'm just cutting it all really old school, making oh my, my own pieces.
1: So this is a complete builder's kit. I mean, this is just...
5: It's It's scratch-built. This is a scratch That's
1: a real
3: scratch-built.
5: And and the funny thing
4: is, you know, kind of what Josh Bixler's been getting on about lately is he's not that far off from being able to do one that you'd fly in. You know, at that size with that much work.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: why not build the real thing?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's next.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I I might have to discuss that one with my wife. (laughs) Getting a full-scale up from the basement shop might be tough.
1: Here, honey, flying in it. I built it. It's perfectly
0: safe. <laughs> we'll,
5: we'll test it with the kids first. That's right. <laughs> You're going to yeah, use the turnkey with
1: service. that? <laughs> yeah, uh, no I'm with, hi, Eddie and Wendy. Hi, guys. Uh, sorry. Hi, Eddie and Wendy. you are watching this.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I know. Wendy's harassing me.
1: Yes, she does that. She's good for it.
4: I shut off my Facebook so that it wasn't dinging through.
3: <laughs> you know, it's it's funny, Jeff, that, that you mentioned. You know, the 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 different, you know, adding, adding balsa to foam, and it's it's so true though, because there's there have been instances where you look on different foam build threads, and and like uh, one we always talk about is John Morgan. Uh, Carl and I love following John Morgan over oh, yeah. groups. Uh, the guy the guy's a machine. And every time I look at him, it's like, okay, well, it's foam, but it's not. It, you know, he'll take a, a a set of foam wings and he'll completely sheet them with balsa, but he'll use gorilla glue underneath, and it like makes this indestructible wing. Yep. And it and, doesn't like it, it doesn't warp the.
1: No. No. The balsa but... sheathing. I guess you got to know what you're doing
3: yeah i mean well he he takes the beds from the wing course and he weighs it down with you know i mean he's he's got at least 70 years worth of Uh, model ama magazine you know it it just (laughs) stacks and stacks and newspapers and
4: he's an artist oh yeah i've been watching him for years um i remember his you know when he first came out with his help i finished my planes thread um and it was all about his warburg painting and stuff it was just amazing
3: Yeah, I was uh, I was his technical advisor when he built the Hell Diver, and it was it was awesome to work with him because I'd i point out to him, oh that panel line looks a little off, and he would fix it. <laughs> it was crazy <laughs> because that's that's the kind of detail that he wanted in that plane. He knew that he was going. I mean, it was what a hundred hundred inch wingspan he did on the Hell Diver, but it, it turned out awesome. But those wow. the the interchangeability of balsa and foam it, is amazing, and it. It's funny because I've talked about this with Carl Leidick as well when he built his quarter-scale P-40 from uh, Keith Sparks over mm-hmm. at Park Flyer, Park Flyer Plastics. It, 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 it Foam just builds lighter. Uh, mm-hmm. The bigger the plane gets, foam just builds lighter, but you still need balsa to do some of the reinforcement, the hard spots. Right. and things of The structure. trim work. Trim work, yeah, exactly. Light ply, things like that. Yeah,
5: yeah, and mix that in with some of the carved thicker foam, and you can really uh, come up with some great designs without sacrificing weight.
3: Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And it's it, it when you can build off of the, the balsa plans, it's really fun because I've done a couple of these builds now, like uh, my SE5, where I just took balsa plans, took the paper off of dollar store foam, and you can build it just <laughs> like a stick build. Mm-hmm. It's yep. fun. I've-
5: I've got a um, a Newport sitting sitting here that's I don't think it's quite quarter scale but it's the same thing it was balsa plans that uh, I just took um, it was actually the fanfold foam that I used for it mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's a great uh, great way to get in there without even bothering to use balsa in cases like that
4: yeah well the funny thing is this is kind of bringing back memories back probably almost ten years ago or more um, when we we're first doing the, uh, the... Taking the the motors out of your CD-ROMs in a computer, yeah. To, right. And uh, we had the blue core foam, and the first person to build a foam plane with uh, balsa, you know, techniques is like, how? What you could do that? Because we we're doing just <laughs> flat plate. Yeah, you know, it was all like very two dimensional, and and here's this person that formed it up, and it's like, well, that's great. You know, let's see more. So,
3: it's kind of how how three uh, D printed planes is going right now. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's crazy stuff too. I gotta get me one of them fancy 3D printers. One of them their
2: fancy 3D printers.
1: That's right, boy. (laughs) Put it on your
3: wish list for next year. Yeah, go for next year when
2: when they get the bugs of the software out.
3: Yeah.
1: Right
4: Right now it's like the early it's like the early days with the multi-wee now where you're having to figure out all the programming.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Speaking of that um one of our forum members uh, uh local fiend dale stratton you guys know dale,
0: yeah, He's been dale. doing
1: some crazy stuff he built himself a uh, cnc cutter okay so yeah. somebody posted on the forum uh, i guess it was back in early december late november something about that about christmas challenge to to build a flying santa and reindeer and i think literally in a day in 24 yeah. hours yeah he has it busted out and flying I mean, this guy is a maniac. He's the guy that built the PBY Catalina at uh, Flight, Flight Fest there. last year. Yeah, yeah uh, the dude is – obviously, he's single, okay? <laughs> can't be in this life because he is so I, prolific. I,
4: actually, I don't think he is, but <laughs>
1: – Well, God bless her. Yes. Because this guy is pumping out stuff like crazy. So <clears> – <throat> he, he, he was getting somebody a a gift card for Christmas and he was not satisfied with like, you know, the rest of us would be like putting it in an envelope. So he went on CAD and drew up and had his CNC cutter cut out a freaking TARDIS. And he put the gift card inside the TARDIS, like from Dr. Who. And he lit the inside with LEDs.
4: <laughs> so the person gets the gift. They throw out the card and they keep the box. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, and just earlier today, he was showing me. He's he's building a, a an at a Star Wars AT-AT, ATAT. He like out of foam board, and he's just got it drawn up and he's cutting the parts and stuff. And we were talking. He's trying to figure out. You know, we're talking about how to sync up the. Uh, he he said, man, they look really good with printed skins. Well. Yeah, so I bet he's clever enough to figure out how to have the printed skins and overlay those on the CNC lines and cut all that crap out. So the dude is a maniac. I tell he'll you, he'll have it
2: walking.
0: I know it'll
1: be it'll be fully articulated. That, yeah. This thing will walk. It'll be like a dog. <laughs> it'll be running through the backyard. <laughs> yeah, and back to the flying reindeer. I know he was going to make a big one. Did he ever get that big one made?
3: I don't know if he did or not. I, i don't
1: know well he's slacking now
3: well he admitted to me at one point that he does have a a short attention span but apparently it's not quite as bad as you patrick
1: that's mine yeah thank you (laughs)
3: you mean mean he actually finishes projects
1: yeah Yeah, i need to get back on my medication
3: he he gets his uh he gets his projects at least flying
1: Or, or lack thereof. Oh, does oh, that. He has yeah. a fascination with floats. Like every plane he builds, he puts on floats. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah there's nothing like flying off water, though.
3: I've never done no. it.
2: Oh, it you need to. Never done it. Oh, it's awesome. There's nothing but, like it.
3: And I know Keegan Spunholz right now is rolling over saying, fly the Sikorsky off of water. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, you really need to do that. Come on up. I got plenty of water around here. Come on up. We'll do it.
3: Uh, I'd have to do it at first with like a Polaris or something like that because I'm not going to do like, you know, straight up Sikorsky off of water. That that terrifies me to no end. I love that plane too much.
1: I got a, I got a pair of floats here. We'll put it on something. You can fly that. And then fly the Sikorsky.
5: What could go wrong? It's freaking made out of foam. It's not going to sink. And it's water. How much damage could it do?
2: Yeah, to an electric airplane. Nothing. It'll be fine.
1: (laughs) Nothing could go wrong here. (laughs) Even if it crashes, it's just water.
2: The first time I flew off of water, I flew my big uh, carbon Z-Cub off the water. No problem.
1: It
3: still terrifies me.
5: No, man, it's fun, I'm telling you. You do it once and it's and you'll be hooked. It's a yes. bless. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that plane is just screaming to you,
1: Joshua, please fly me off the water.
3: Well, <laughs> yep. I I did I did promise Keegan that come spring I'd at least put it on the water when my when my father in law opens the pool. <laughs> 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 I'll at least show him that it floats because you know it's foam.
5: <laughs> well, and you know Look, all the pieces would float. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to
1: say, even if it explodes, you, you you're going to recover all the pieces.
2: Yeah. Uh, all except for the struts and all that, you may not. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Well, the there wasn't the a lot of work of put into those.
3: Yeah, there was. <laughs>
0: I know. I was. I was
3: there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there was no work at all. No blisters. No nothing.
3: Oh, I yeah. I only got like three four hours of sleep those nights. But I mean, yeah. it, even thinking back to it. um See, I used, I used bass, hard basswood spars. Uh, didn't use carbon fiber. I used uh, plywood for the booms. Um, mm-hmm. And what other wood did I use in that build? Oh yeah, more ply plate for the tops of the, the floats on the, on the out, on the outside. They come down off the wings. I forget the outriggers. The yeah. pontoons. Um, then, yeah, you had a
1: uh, had ply that you used for mounting the the gear, the landing gear.
3: Yeah, yeah. So the that was it. The I made little squares of ply, and inset those into the foam to to screw the.
1: I think the, I got uh, to cut those.
3: Yeah, you cut those. Michael uh, did a fine job of shaping the little electrical connectors that we yeah soldered onto them. But,
0: yep
1: yeah i'm still amazed you let me near that thing
2: <laughs> i'm more amazed you let me near it
5: <laughs> that's what sleep deprivation will do
1: yeah. <laughs> oh and he was oh he was he was looking rough
5: yeah yeah well yeah. we sat right behind him for at least two of the three days and it, I re- well it was that's, how, funny that's how, watching how we really got aggressively worse
3: yeah well yeah. it was it was funny the the second day you were looking at me you're like are you, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, I'll be
5: fine.
2: <laughs> well, oh. at least Asbjorn kept Kevin fed.
5: Yeah, he did. Right here. Every he every is. once in a while, I'd nudge, nudge my dad. Hey, dad, he's going to bust out another power tool. Watch this. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: Yeah. There was a lot of that. So there's something else going on in the forums, too. Um, I do know that there's the uh, uh, the Joshua Orchard Flight Fest Build Off 2017.
1: Racers, the racers. The racers. Right. Yeah.
3: So so I modified it this year. <laughs> <laughs> so nor- normally, well, in the past couple of years, I say normal, two years, uh, I've I've coordinated a build off that you know usually starts somewhere around the fall when people start coming indoors, not flying so much, days or shorter. And we just do like uh, a build off through the winter and I've, I've sort of modified it. Cause um, so at flight fest this year, we did the, the gotha gaggle mm-hmm. and it was, it was such a hit. And so many people came up to us and say, Hey, I want in on that too. Um, uh, Steven, Dan and I got together and we, we talked about you know what we could do that we could include more people in. And we decided, well, if we, if we continue a progression from where we started, we may as well go to the golden age and do some, do some racing because for the past three years, all, pretty much everybody's just, they've been oh combat, 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 combat. And we're like, well, can, can we do something other than combat? And, and, and we thought, well, races would be a, a good medium to introduce people to pylon racing. Cause it's, it is a sanctioned uh, uh sub sport of, of the AMA. Mm-hmm. and um so knowing that we we have some phenomenal designers on these forums and and so we start we said, okay well, we'll we'll have a design off first and and then instead of a true build off we'll just have people uh select which model from the design off they want to build and then they bring it to flight fest and we race it out See whose plane is the best that way, rather than say, oh, well, based on this criteria, you win. Because it's, it's, it's hard to judge the different airplanes. And and I've gotten that feedback from the people that have judged the build-offs in the past.
1: So that's yeah. what we're doing this year. So we, we've had some uh, – I know that Finn, Josh Finn, uh, he built the Fulkerts.
3: Yeah, he built the sk four. And it, it,
1: now he, he's pushing for 150 miles per hour with this thing. <laughs> Good but, luck. And it, well, uh, understood. But if anybody can do it, he can. But, but yeah, he's DSM2 just doesn't get the job done apparently because he crashed. <laughs> because yeah. he, had a
0: <laughs> he lost
1: signal, he got stomped on or something. And which guy. is funny
3: because he's kind of in the middle of nowhere. But, uh, right. Well, he, right. Well, field,
1: he says that yeah, he said there's yeah. lots of uh, Wi-Fi around there. Yeah. But, uh, He's got a stomp on the I, I
3: think what he put together is a fantastic ship. And I think the, the building methods are simple enough. And I think that's really what he was going for. Keep the build methods simple to keep the airframe as light as possible right. to make it go as fast as possible. And then just
1: put a big honking motor and battery in yeah. it.
3: <laughs> it was funny because I was I was giving him garbage on Facebook because I'm like, uh, dude, you're – your prop adapter doesn't look right, and there's no spinner on the front end of that thing. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's sort of the parts that I had, and the spinner hasn't shown up from China yet.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and then I saw uh, Hilda Flyer. He uh, yeah. he finished, um, I, I can't think of the name of it right now. It's a
3: Crosby? I think. The Crosby,
1: right, the Crosby, that's it.
3: Yeah, he did a yeah. he did an interesting um, an interesting build technique on that. So so he built it up like it, like the airplane has ribs, but right. he but he covered it in
1: tissue. And then I was wondering, I was going to say it looks like it's covered in tissue, but I, but yeah. Well, well, he did. He covered it in tissue, but then
3: he covered it in fiberglass. So
1: he glassed it, the tissue.
3: Yeah, huh. to make it strong. because because if you think about it if you if you just put tissue or or glass on there it's going to sag and it's not going to look very nice at all right but by putting the tissue down first it gives some sort of a substrate for the glass to lay on top of okay so it it was just i i wouldn't have ever thought to do something like that just because i know it would be really delicate and it's like if you think about the straw that we had at Flight Fest this year, that straw is going to tear <laughs> right through that. Oh,
0: thing. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah.
3: But yeah. still, kudos to him for coming up with that because it looked like it was getting pretty portly by the end.
1: Yeah. I, interesting to see it fly. I, I'm looking at it here on the form right now. It's the Crosby yeah. CR4.
0: Mm
1: hmm. Oh, now. Okay. So I missed part of this. Uh, I didn't see where he was covering it tissue. Now I see he's glassing it. Interesting.
5: Yeah. Very interesting. Joshua, how many people do you anticipate having in the, uh, in the races at 17 flight fest or flight test?
3: Honestly, right now I have no idea how many people are going to want in on the races. I mean, we had, we had what, about 50 people for the, for the Gotha gaggle. And you know, if we have that same amount and we're, so we're thinking of, of having, um, one speed race and then one like endurance race. So, um, between the two races, I mean, pick your poison, and then we want to have just like a, a session for an exhibition of flights. So so people are going to build airplanes like air race-inspired airplanes if they want to, and they can just display them. And that's totally cool. I love that idea. Uh, actually, Local Fiend came up with that, um, and I told it to just do it because I think that – would be awesome to see what people really want to come up with but maybe they don't necessarily want to race Mm -hmm. and that's totally cool too yeah so i i really can't say right now how many people are gonna gonna be racing i'm i'm my guess is somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 people per race but i I,
0: (laughs) what (laughs) that's 200. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it, the 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 one stipulation that I will absolutely enforce, and I don't care if I have to be a jerk to somebody. If you will not be on the flight line unless you bring head protection, a bicycle helmet, <laughs> uh, a hard hat. I don't care what it is, but you will not be out there without safety gear because these are I got mine years. right here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just, we have, you have to have something to protect you because these airplanes are going fast. We're going to be basically in the middle of the field flying these airplanes. Yeah. We're going to try to set the, the flight pylons back away from the crowd quite a bit. You'll yeah. still be able to see what's going on, but, you know, <sighs> these airplanes are going to be screaming, just yep. absolutely screaming.
5: Well, one plane going at a high rate of speed can be scary enough. If you get 20, 30, or 50 of them, it's yeah. that's going yeah. to be, gonna crazy. be crazy.
3: I mean, if Ooh. you remember at Flight Fest this year, you had Lane from Lane's planes flying his feet at 120, 150 miles an hour. you imagine 50 of those airplanes flying around? That's what we're talking about. And he could turn that thing
1: on a dime.
3: Yeah, and what did he say? How, what's the roll rate right on them? He said, yes. uh, "I think all, all of them." them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fred's got his helmet on. All right. <laughs> so, so that's that's the kind of danger we're looking at. You know, it's it's very real. There's a lot of mass behind these things. There's there's batteries. Things can can overheat. They can explode. You can be really pushing the current limits on these things by overpropping.
0: I mean, it's, well, it's not.
4: It's not even a, a a knock on someone's skill. I mean, look at um, Josh Finn.
2: I mean, the guy's a master builder. Oh yeah, and he still crashed his. Yeah.
0: yeah. Exactly. So, well,
2: not not only that, but but if you look at the uh, Cookie Five Hundreds, uh, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to put you in like a uh, uh, a chain link fence cage.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Some
3: some of the NMPRA events, they they have um. Uh, hay bale barricades that you fly behind. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean,
5: I've seen it with the uh, control line combat. Yeah, you may want to consider spotters as a requirement as well. Yeah,
3: it yeah. is. It is a requirement, and the spotter will not be like your buddy. You will be paired the up. spotter's like,
1: there are <laughs> planes everywhere. Yeah.
3: So, so the spotter, you know, depending on the race that you're doing, the spotter will be either required to keep time if it's the endurance race, or count laps if it's just the the speed race, and they will also be required to like do a plane inspection, which includes inspecting a prop to make sure it's not cracked or marred in in any specific way. I mean, we're talking- I'm (laughs) out. I I absolutely am focusing on safety for this because, again, the point, Josh is like a pro
1: and he crashed. He's like a freaking aeronautical engineer. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. he's a real deal. Yeah, it's, it's
1: what he does for a living.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so I
3: am, I am by no means uh, uh, taking this lightheartedly. It's, it's an endeavor for sure. And on top of that, I've got my own project going on, that's that's along the same theme. So, yes, it's, and we want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's up to you if you want to talk about that. Well, oh, no. I think we will. <laughs>
2: Here, let me throw it out there, and then no, 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 we want to all- <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we get bored, when like we
3: get tired it of it, works. we'll just cut you Mike, off. Mike, Mike, oh, thank I, you. I, I just feel like I talk about it all the time. Well, I do talk about it all the time because that's what I'm doing all the time. As you right should. It's like every yes. waking minute I get, I'm, I'm thinking about something on this project. So,
5: you've got a project going on. What?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What project
3: is that?
5: I missed out on that. Sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so for those who really don't know, I'm I'm the one building the Bugatti 100P. And I am doing it completely from scratch. Um, I am taking Le Mange's original three views and using those to build the airplane. And yeah. I'm also using the scale airfoils from the Bugatti 100P project. When they went to the Smithsonian, or not the Smithsonian, wherever the original is, they took uh, computerized measurements of the airfoils of the wings, and I'm using the airfoils that uh, that they found, which are pretty it, close to NACA standards.
1: Is isn't the original one at the uh, EAA museum? That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah it was that's in kind
3: Oshkosh. Of, yeah, up in I, Jeff's corner of the world. Because uh, Dan Sponholz asked me if I needed pic- reference pictures of anything that I couldn't find on the net, and I haven't come across anything yet.
4: But, um, and, and Josh, didn't you make your own uh, counter-roading rotating props yeah,
3: up? Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, so it was a, it was a joint uh, effort, and I, I really only take credit for doing the engineering behind it because uh, I didn't do any of the, the actual work. Uh, and let me tell you, the actual work is is more important than the design aspect, because let me let me tell you, I got a part and it was off by five ten thousandths of an inch and it didn't fit.
5: Oh, yep. Wow. That's <laughs> like half a meter.
3: Uh, uh-huh. it, it's, it's infinitesimally small. And the reason that it happened is because of the grade of steel that was used. Um, for the for the specific part, because of temperature and humidity fluctuations, was it say. was manufactured. It was manufactured in Idaho, and it's at a different elevation. It's got a different humidity environment, and then it was shipped to Maryland, and different, whole different weather system. And so the the metal expanded,
5: yep.
3: and and so I had that problem, and I had to send it back to him. He he milled it out a little bit more, and and then the bearings were able to fit in wow
1: that's a a good machinist is worth their weight in gold oh yeah
3: and let me tell you i i met Cade a couple years ago and and he's he's into he he makes sprockets for uh dirt bikes
0: Hmm.
3: that's that's what his family does and and i i i went out on a limb asking him i was like do you do you do machining at all because i know you make sprockets he's like what do you need I'll whip it up for you. And seriously, like a day later, he had the part, the first part done and he's like, I'll, I'll ship it on Friday. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> um,
4: and, and, and the funny thing is, the only thing I can think of when you say sprockets is the Jetsons. Yep, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, no, actual sprockets. <laughs> um, and then uh, Martin from, uh, from Mar- uh, uh, oh. Andre's Martin, um, He uh he's got a friend
2: Andres Andres Martin.
3: (laughs) Well I can't say the guy's last name and I don't want to butcher it. Just
2: say Canadian Martin.
3: Yeah, Canadian Martin. There you go. (laughs) French French Canadian Martin. (laughs) Canadian Martin, yeah. It's cause it's the French last name I can't know. Um yeah, he's got a friend who does precision machine work as well. So I got the uh uh I got the the motors from Hobby King. Um, and then I sent the mo- one of the bells up to him because the the motor, the electric motor bell itself had to be put on the lathe and then spun to have it drilled out perfectly dead center, so mm-hmm. that the so that it wouldn't rub on the stators when it was reassembled. And then it, and then it, you had to tap it as well on on the lathe so that the 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 screw inside of it was dead center as well. So that when the outer shaft screwed into it, it would still stay true when it was spun around the state. I mean, it, it, everything had to be perfect.
5: I mean, what I got a perfect. kick out of was the uh, the nuts that you were using were too thick stock. So you were actually taking a regular metal nut and cutting it yeah. in half lengthwise. Yes.
3: So so those those nuts were half height nuts. Um, but because they were M12, you know, M12 nuts, they're they're pretty big. Um, but at half height, they were still about. Uh, I needed about one third the thickness, so I ended up putting it on my on my vise in the garage, and I was going at it with a with a hacksaw to. to so, them.
4: I, I, so I'm trying to picture this fine machining, thousands of inches. And you're out there with a hacksaw <laughs> and a vise.
3: That's that's the kind of that's uh, the precision work that I do. That's the, <laughs> I, I know how to work balsa. I know how to work uh, foam, but when it comes to metal, I'm like meat hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: but you know, it it, it worked out fine. Um, at this point, I earlier last week I took everything apart again. I reassembled it with uh, Loctite to make sure everything was going to stay together. I balanced the props, and I got my spinners, and I balanced my spinners. And on Wednesday, Patrick is gonna need a change of underwear.
5: Wear your brown <laughs> pants.
0: Well, I'm, not changing,
1: I'm not changing until then either.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Patrick's gonna come visit me for a little bit, and I'm gonna fire up the motor for him Because, I mean, I posted a video on YouTube, Yep. But the the video really doesn't do the sound justice because the microphone just, I mean, it gets so saturated with the sound. I mean, it is truly, I, I mean, I've got big planes. I, this is something that terrifies me on a whole <laughs> other level. And, you know, I've got si- about 1600 watts focused in on eight inches, and it's going on a five-pound airplane. <laughs> I fly my P six E Hawk. It's a about fourteen fifteen pounds, and it flies off of thirteen hundred watts. Okay, and it's fast for a and it well. is fast. <laughs> So that I mean, like I said, it's just it terrifies every time I look. I'm it's right over there, and I'm looking at it. you flinch flinching. I, get, I, I have a twitch. I have a twitch in my eye because I'm so terrified of this motor.
5: Have you so, run it off of a fully charged pack yet?
3: Not yet, Patrick. It'll be Wednesday. Will be the first time. So, All right.
5: Patrick, it was nice knowing you. Yeah, I'll I'll bring my chainmail suit yeah
2: you better
3: <laughs> well we were i don't have a thrust stand and i've gotten lots of questions about how much thrust it's putting out so i i said you know i could have a, a, a like a bathroom scale oh, patrick no. patrick can you hold can stand the on it
0: <laughs> he right. can stand
3: on it and, <laughs> and then gonna uh, be here too and carl can be down on the ground looking at the scale to note how much weight decreases from the, the throttle up, and I'll be seeing the well, so I won't get any blood on.
0: My
4: yeah, Pat, Patrick's gonna be excited about losing weight.
3: I,
1: I need to lose some. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: Josh will be upstairs with the controller. Carl and I'll be stuck in the basement.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so I have a question for you, Josh. What yeah. are you gonna What are you gonna fly to prepare yourself to fly this thing? That's a oh. Good uh
3: you know I've I've built uh, uh a couple of different 30s racers. I've built uh a GBZ that uh it's a laser cut kit that I built a year two years ago. Two
1: years ago now. Yeah. 2
3: years ago. And uh flies great. Um and then but it's not very fast.
1: Mm-hmm. But I
3: have been, also built uh a, a, a goon, Art Chester's goon. And uh most people know of his Jeep but the goon uh, was one of my earlier scratch builds when I was first playing around with fiberglass and epoxy. And um, this plane hit about 80, 90 miles an hour.
0: And it's like, I, it's,
3: like, like it's I got, said, it's got about a 30 inch wingspan.
2: Yeah. But you're going to need something a little faster than 80 miles an hour. Well, to practice with.
3: Well, that,
0: yes
3: Yes. Yes, but but you know what's the difference between 80 and 150
5: the size of the crater yeah yeah exactly (laughs) about 70 miles per hour
1: yeah
5: Yeah. well the 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 problem
2: you have is 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 something that quick because i'm guessing honestly this this is not that large of an airplane
3: no no, it's only and, about fifty-four inches in weight. Yeah,
2: see, fifty-four inches at a even at one hundred and thirty, it's out of sight right now.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so well, so so to to be perfectly honest, um, I uh, my wife, my dear wife, bought me an airplane for Christmas, and uh, I've uh, only finished putting it together today, um, but it is uh, something. Well, to yesterday
4: me, was Christmas, so.
3: <laughs> yeah, well.
4: unless you made Christmas last year, then
2: would be.
3: No, 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 no. Uh, I, 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 I like...
0: just. You're a jerk. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I got a. I got one. I got for my birthday a year a year ago, December. That oh, is I'm still done. setting. Josh,
0: Josh He's <laughs> like, I'm at it, Fred. I'm out of here.
4: <laughs>
3: anyway, Darn so him. so what I've what I've got is the the nemesis nxt from oh no that thing looks dangerous (laughs) (laughs) well yeah we'll we'll find out um but it's 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 a speed plane uh a lot of people that that have flown it say it's good for about 120 there you go Uh, 100 140 if you uh strip off the covering and and recover it with 164 fly Uh, I was just the, the I, I was just watching
4: trying to fly without any skin on it.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh, I it mean, goes I'm, faster I'm without really, the skin. i really
3: just I, I just want to get my brain back into that into that mindset because you know, flying the Sikorsky, flying the S 35 five, flying the the P six E, even the the Texan, they're like sixty maybe seventy miles an hour in a dive. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, 90, a hundred, it, it makes you think very differently. Yes. and, and, and I need to prepare my brain for that.
2: <laughs> well, that, that was my whole reason for asking. Cause I yeah. know, you know, I mean, I, I've flown some 80 mile an hour airplanes and, and to be honest with you, they're big enough that it doesn't feel like 80. Yeah. You know, but when you get something that small, that's going to do over a hundred miles an hour, you know, you're pushing 130 oh foam fighter. Fun
3: fighter. I thought about getting a fun fighter, but. Um... Um,
5: they're, well, my thought on it is they are stupid fast for the size. Uh, that Corsair probably is uh, north of 70. They don't handle that great, so your reflexes will get a workout. And um, they're they're relatively indestructible. I've broken that one a few times, and it always just glues right back together. But they're a lot of fun, and being as small as they are, uh, it's it's probably similar to flying a larger plane at a uh, at a higher speed. Yeah.
3: Okay.
4: I, you guys need to work on that teleportation system. I see uh, Jeff put down the Corsair. Patrick picks up a plane and becomes a yeah, <laughs> it becomes a Spitfire. Yeah. That's <laughs>
0: right.
4: It's like the screwdriver <laughs> turning into Nino's Flyers pliers. <laughs> or the yeah.
1: pen. It's a little sketchy at this point, but yeah. So Jeff, I had to—I uh, actually had to cut the uh, cowl out to get oh, the sure. this
0: one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh, that one ought to be interesting.
5: Uh. Get some good, uh, good air cooling through there. Yeah, hopefully you're able That's to get right. that thing in the air soon.
1: I'm—I'm I'm halfway thinking that I won't main it until uh, next Flight Fest, so you can be standing beside me when I do. Well,
5: we'll, we'll have
0: to get video my- of that one
5: i'll wear my brown pants too <laughs> okay good
0: yeah i mean, in your I, head protection my
3: my other thought was well i could build another ripper because i mean oh, mike yeah. mike you could you 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 can attest that that that, air, that airplane can haul
2: that airplane can haul and it is so much fun <laughs> oh and it's in the basement right now that's too
3: bad uh yeah, I gotta build one of those too. So so that wow. I did have that thought too, but I thought, no, I really I need something about the same size going yeah. at about the same speed. Because if I'm putting all this work and you know, Hobby King has sponsored me for the Bugatti, so yes, oh, nice. I, I kinda have to deliver <laughs> <Pressure's>
0: now, <on.
4: laughs> and the funny thing is you guys are talking about fast planes, and I I am not a fast plane person. I was flying quadcopters and and tricopters for so long that when I went back to like a cub and I realized that I can't just make this thing stop and hover, you know, (laughs) and then (laughs) figure out what I want to do and then fly again. That 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 was a little I mean, you know, with with the with the quadcopter, I just bring it in front of me, stop, and then I land it straight down. You can't do that with the airplane. You have Mm -hmm. to kind of go around.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) It was it was kind of a a shift for me going back to fix one. Well, unless you got a lot of wind, then you can put them and right. Stop them right there. Yes.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah, and my little micro, you know, Cub S, it it will definitely do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's still so, easier to fly than the multirotor.
3: <laughs> yeah, multirotors don't have a glide slope.
1: None. No. <laughs> no.
3: Unless you count straight down.
1: It's, that's that slope is undefined, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> Mathematically undefined. Rise over run. <laughs> run is zero. Rise is infinite. Undefined.
2: That's right. So what else yeah. is going on in the forums, guys?
3: Well, Carl's got um, a new one on a bench.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl's uh, Carl's building a big T thirty eight with a. It's going to be powered by what a ninety millimeter EDF. Carl lighted.
3: Yeah, oh, something mate. stupid big and I think he hasn't decided whether he's going to run it on 12 or 10S. Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Decisions, so,
0: decisions. so,
3: So, so oh, this, this is the funny thing about Jets. Okay, I got the specs here. Wingspan, 47 inches. So mm-hmm. smaller than the Bugatti. Mm-hmm. Length, 81 inches. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> All-up weight estimated 11 to 12 pounds. Oh. Uh, oh my god. Fan is a jet fan 90. It's a nine-blade uh, carbon fiber unit. Motor to be determined and battery to be determined likely 10 to 12s.
4: Now now for me, twelve twelve s is four batteries. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Uh, <laughs> Same here.
4: And not not to be used all at once. <laughs> that's, a, that's a day of flying for me.
3: Well, I think he has I think he has tens or fives and sixes from the P40. I'm not sure on that exactly. He may be running uh, big threes in series for the 12. But um, anyway, it's it's a Wild Plains uh, kit, where most of the foam comes pre-cut, and there's uh, a bunch of plastic bits as well.
4: Are, are but, we talking about foam uh, EDS? Yeah. Well, OK. Hold, hold on. I've got something for you guys. I, I just picked up a bunch of airplanes from uh, basically like an estate sale. The guy was getting out of the hobby. We're not and, trying and I got to something.
5: buy your planes, Fred. No, no. This is going to sell. This is something. I
4: was so excited about it when I realized I got it. Hold on.
5: While we're waiting for Fred, um, I, I got to say, Joshua, between you and Carl, a lot of the builds and the, the techniques you guys are using are just amazing. And I've learned a lot. I haven't incorporated any of it really into my Balsta building, but someday I will.
3: Well, thanks. That's Carl and I both have the same mindset of we love building and we love sharing other with people, uh, with other people, so that they can learn how to build too. Because the stuff that we're doing, it's not hard. You just gotta try it. Right. We're not, you know, these master builders. We're just people that aren't afraid to try something new. So uh, you know, it's, anybody it's can to uh,
1: design a contra-rotating prop setup, no problem. Anybody, yeah, ever oh, yeah. Wow. yeah anybody. two anybody. of them
4: yesterday. Don't don't yeah. be intimidated.
1: I'm pretty <laughs> sure my dog can do that. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: Fred, what do you got?
4: Okay, now this plane here. When I got this in the in the collection, um, I, I forget what it was. It was zone or something like that. Uh, yeah, fly zone Diablo EDF. This thing is this is old. And when this plane first came out it was very exciting it's it, like I said, it's an edf plane and uh
2: that looks like the one that's on everyone uh, hated real flight yeah it does.
4: everyone hated this plane it was absolutely a dreadful dreadful plane it actually came uh with an alternative either one or two ducks and they had a um this is the three channel version they also had a four channel wing that would slide these would slide out and they would slide in uh it was all it was supposed to be great i mean it looked great on paper um but I, I I couldn't remember why it was so bad and it was
3: underpowered it was, was way, way underpowered, it was underpowered. okay it was funny because they uh uh, uh knife edge the makers of real flight they came out with the Diablo in their simulator and it was a dog in the simulator too yes, it
0: is <laughs> it,
4: it's it's a brushed motor edF oh yeah. my
1: god <laughs> so so well, I'm like this is all you need is a 12S battery and you're good to go.
4: Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking I want to switch this out with a brushless EDF motor and make the thing fly right the way it should have yeah. when they made it. And, and I'm going to have a piece of history that's going to be awesome.
2: That's cool, Dude, man. That is cool. And,
4: and the funny thing, it was one of the planes that was on my list of, you know, I, I saw it in the ad and I, I didn't really think of it when I got it. And I was just going to turn around and sell it at Perry this year. I'm keeping it. I want to fly this thing.
1: Awesome. I would. Bring it to Flight Fest because anyways, you know you got to come this year. Put, yeah, put rocket yeah. motors on it.
4: <laughs> it's not going to have it. any no no Jado. Uh,
1: Coordinate with Peter. Yeah, Co-
4: Peter, Peter will take care of it. <laughs> I, I, I've seen what happens to his phone planes that he puts engines like that on it. They melt. <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. Did you see the uh, the, the uh, RC car episode, part one? Yes. Oh my god. The, the, Dude, it was I almost. I laughed the whole way through. It, it oh, was. I, I was wondering shot. why you
4: didn't stage them, you know, so that they went off at different times because it, well, it looked think, like. It.
1: I think he kind of did, but not on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the different burning rates of the
0: fuses that
2: he lit. Well, it was when he lit them. It, it kind of was at different times.
1: Well, it, and there was a big smoke cloud, so he couldn't even what? see what was happening until. the he was.
0: Went out.
4: I think he was lighting them with a lighter with a um you know with fuses in it instead of a. Yeah. Uh, Electric electronic ones, yeah, yeah. right. Because he could do the electric ones from the transmitter.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and if you—oh my if god, you, I love that
0: guy.
3: <laughs> If you have a Tyrannus, you can even have it uh, have multiple channels set up on a time delay. so yeah. you could you could actually get the impulse time off the motor and set the timing on the transmitter and have them go off electronically.
4: That sounds like too much math.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I saw, and I still don't know how this works. But when I was in high school, I went down to Wallops Island, Virginia, and they had a whole uh, NASA, they had the opening for NASA, and and there were guys there that, model rocket guys, and they were setting off multiple engine rockets, and all the engines would fire at once, but they were using flashbulbs, like the old Mm. disposable flashbulbs, and I don't really understand how that works. I, I would like to figure that out one of these days. But yeah. Well,
4: oh, if they cut it, the, if they had the uh, glass exposed, it's just a flash. It's, I mean, it's literally a spark and powder.
1: Yeah, right. I, I don't know how they were doing it, but they were firing multiple engines at once with the, with flash bulbs, and it worked. That's cool. Yeah. Huh.
4: Well, okay. Now, now you guys were talking about you know what's going on with the forum and, and community and stuff like that, and I, I want to take a moment to say, um, our, our forum community, even and our Facebook community, just just never ceases to amaze me. Uh, we've been doing. The flight test forums, I don't know, four or five years now, and probably the best, most polite group of people I've ever witnessed on on an internet group. Um, yeah. We we we've had like maybe four people that have had to been removed for disciplinary actions. The rest of it's spam that I don't <laughs> count them. Right. But uh, you know, it's you go out and, and use other forums, you go on other groups on the Facebook, and you watch the people argue and fight and 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 just you know, it's not it's not yeah. a friendly place. Ours is the community oh. is. A,
1: we we are we really have a special group of people i think um and and even maybe people that would come in from outside that would typically argue on other forums they they don't on this forum because that's just the tone that's been set and it's just a helpful group of people
4: well i blame flight tests i mean there's so goody two shoes on the show that (laughs) anybody that's got that kind of attitude just doesn't even bother you know you know trying to find out any more about the show so
3: oh <laughs> well, it's really funny too because you you look at the comments on facebook or not on facebook on youtube uh you know they get the trolls on on youtube and they'll be the flight test fans like chewing them out like dude really you come here for this yeah go away
4: <laughs> well and i'll say you know the uh that's one thing i see on the forums is uh the forum members don't Really fall for the bait. I mean, I fall for the bait more than anyone else. Moderator powers to do what I want, um, but you know, when when someone does come onto the forum to troll, most people just kind of just report it and leave it, and that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, the guys are just they're just, you know, they recognize that the person there is not there as part of the community, and they, they just you know let the moderators handle it. And and I I gotta say, the community makes my job way too easy on there. Don't change it. Don't don't you know I like it that way.
2: I was gonna say we could we could help you fix that if you
4: want. Yeah,
5: really. <laughs> like a challenge. Not yeah. not
4: to get all serious on you guys, but you know, I, I uh, especially in the wintertime when most of these forums, you know, I've seen it on plenty of other forums, the people get, you know, cabin fever and start getting angry and cranky towards each other. I mean, not me. I've got the doors open to my shop, it's awesome outside. But you know, up up north where it's cold. <laughs> you know, I can understand. in, Fred.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's why we build.
4: Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't build. I just reorganize my shop.
1: Yeah, and mess that's it up true. And
0: Fred, then reorganize that.
1: And uh, I think you posted a picture the other day with it, with a couple of airplanes in it. And that's the first I've seen airplanes in your shop and I don't know how long. All I've seen <laughs> is you building little things to put your tools on and rearranging stuff. Yeah, exactly.
4: Well, I uh, like I said, I, I don't know how many planes. I must have got 10, 15, 20 planes in this purchase. Um, so I, I had them laying around everywhere and I had to find places to storm. Cause I had probably that many hidden, uh, some of them <laughs> in the house, some of them up in the loft and, uh,
1: so, forgot about them.
4: well, I've doubled. Yeah. I've kind of doubled my, my airplane population. So, um, I need to get them tuned up and ready to, to be pawned off to other people at the, uh, at the swap meet. And I've got several of my own that, that I'm going to be
2: working on now that I have room. Cool. Yeah. I noticed you, you must've been watching a lot of tested on YouTube. Oh, oh yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> with, the, with the racks and all that stuff. Yeah.
2: All the hidden yeah. ways you can hide the tools and roll them out and all the stuff you're doing with that. Yeah. No drawers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. M drawers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah,
4: I kind of actually, uh, I, uh, I rebuilt my, my stack of tool drawers and they're, uh, they're off in a corner. <laughs> uh, and not not to derail the conversation but uh yeah that's uh <laughs> I, my, my shop has been my obsession for the last couple of weeks my wife no. was really sweet and bought me one of those nice rework stations the solder stations cool and idea. so that's the next rack i need to build is a well, nice. well oh,
1: okay so now you got to build something for the rework station at some point you have to use these tools yep. to build
4: actually I, I have been i i uh I, i'm
1: well, I know before we started the podcast, you were over there hacking away at something, making lots of noise.
4: No, I, I was. I was merely imitating. He was, he was, he doing, was
0: doing
4: a pat, sanding <laughs> <laughs> a random block of wood just for no
2: reason. <laughs> yeah, that that was well, a four I... by four when Pat started.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Look at that.
2: Good old Pat. Have you- He's not
4: sanding; he's snoring. <laughs> I do that too.
1: <laughs> well, my wife was in the hospital this week, and I went in, and, and I was sitting in the recliner chair, so I reclined everything back, and I fell asleep, but I kept waking myself up snoring. It was not very... That's it bad when you wake yourself up. Yeah.
3: Well, and hopefully, sometime soon, I will be contributing to uh, 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 brain fart. <laughs>
4: wow. does that require a lot of contribution
3: monkey monkey you're uh, I'll be contributing to your hangar.
4: oh no oh yes, yes 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 uh, uh, yes you... Josh intends to cost me money
1: <laughs> yes Yes. Yeah. what I are got... you selling to Fred because I've... I've got dibs on the T6 nah. well it's
4: not a matter of selling exactly no
3: I it's a matter of building for Fred oh um, yeah, um, tell, I, tell I am not, story, Fred.
4: I'm not a builder, and um, there's a plane I've been wanting for a long time. Uh, my father served in World War II, and you know he was he was old when he had me, so you know. But um, my dad, my dad worked as ground um, crew with the B-26, and uh, it's a plane that I really want uh, as as a model. There's another plane I want too, and Carl's got part of it in the background there. Um, but the uh, B-26 I want – and nobody sells any sort of ready-to-fly kit or ARF kit. Uh, the closest thing out there right now is, is um, the Wild Plains has uh, bas- basically kind of, sort of, shaped like a B-26 blocks of foam, uh, which when I'm done, it will look like you know, Patrick's 2x4 there. And uh, so I can't build it.
1: That's a lovely 2x4, by the way.
4: And, but Josh, Josh, on the other hand, is an excellent builder. And uh, <laughs> p- talking to him – uh at flight fest not last year because i didn't go but the year before um we uh we, we struck up a deal and, and when he gets bored enough he's gonna work on a b-26 for me nice, nice. that'll be a beautiful airplane the, uh, yeah,
1: that that's a cool one
4: the other plane um is a cessna uh 170 tail dragger my dad had one of them it was sitting in the backyard my entire life uh, i flew that thing all over the place and I never left the yard uh, it didn't have seats in it didn't have any instruments and uh, in fact it didn't have any wings or tail on it but the uh the wings that he had for it and this is where where uh, jeff's involved here is the um dad had taken wings off of l19 and it matches the okay. uh the Cessna 170 oh, okay uh, and apparently it, it it has a um i don't know bigger fuel tanks or something like that and so that's why i watched seeing the l19 in the background of, of jeff's Screen there is uh, kind of you know making me think of that, so, so I, cool. yeah, I know going off on a tangent, but uh,
1: <laughs> that's okay, that's what we do here, we're just all and, hanging out,
4: and it's cool because um, flight test, you know, you guys haven't seen it yet. There's some videos they're working on, uh, but one of them is a uh, backdrop with a B 26 in it, so that was cool to me. And uh, Josh is working on this full scale stuff, and a story I was telling him recently. Um, that plane that I told you about sitting in the backyard, uh, all just sitting there as an empty shell. Um, I sold when we sold my dad's property, uh, and I thought it went to scrap, but I would check for the end number. You can follow the end number through the FAA website. And turns out there's a guy out, um, out West somewhere that's bought it and flying it. And I got in contact with him through Facebook and he sent me some pictures of it. and It looks awesome. This plane is gorgeous. And that's he's, fantastic, he's, dude. he's, he's Bush country flying this thing out in the middle of nowhere he's laying on riverbeds and stuff like that the thing's still active so that's awesome I me. Mean,
0: that's cool wow that is fantastic
3: well the, re- the reason i point point that out though like the the project fred and i are working on is because i didn't tell the story right <laughs> yeah you did
4: <laughs> go ahead fix it for me i'm sorry
3: no 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 because it's meeting people through the community that stuff like this happens Where you meet somebody, hey, can you teach me this? Or, hey, can you build this for me? Can
2: can Uh, you do it for me? Because I don't want to learn. Yes. (laughs) Mike. Mike. (laughs) That's me. That's me. I'm not a builder, and I I freely admit it.
3: Well, and and that's why I built you the Bloody Ripper. And I appreciate it. I I knew you would (laughs) never build it, but I knew that you'd have a blast with it. Oh, man so fun. it's the same thing w- with fred you know it's a part of history and not just history it's family history and that's yeah. super cool well
4: that's fun because cool. when i was first talking to josh about it i mean i'm pulling up old pictures and trying to find trying to track down an end number for him to be able to recreate um because i've got pictures of my dad with these planes there um but the end numbers are really hard to find and and the b-26 is probably one of the largest produced bombers um, but I think there's only two that's even close to flight worthy right now. One's up, um, I think the one they got in Ohio right now was close. And the one down at uh, Fantasy Flight here in Florida is, is you know, technically flight worthy. Okay. They've,
1: uh, they've got
3: flak bait at the, the Udvar-Hazy. Yeah.
1: yeah, we saw that when we went yeah. there last year.
3: That's
4: right. Yes, yes. That's the one that, um, you know, Patrick and I were talking about going to visit when I never went up there.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> ended up in the hospital for a while. That was me.
4: Thanks a lot, Pat. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to come up, come up anytime, dude. We got to come up this well, summer. Well,
4: now,
1: to the... well I, this summer we'll go to Old Rhinebeck, and then we'll go down and we'll see Josh and Carl and hang out at the the Uvar Hazy.
4: We need to figure something like that out. That'd be fun. Yeah.
1: We'll we'll have to figure out how to get back into the restoration area though, because that's where they keep Flak and those other awesome, like the uh, Horton two two nine they have. Yeah. That's all back in that. Oh yes, day. I remember the
4: picture you guys shared of that. That was awesome.
1: Yeah, that's cool too. that's that place is so amazing.
3: Yeah. Remember how I was geeking out about uh paint with that guy for half an hour?
1: And fabric with talking and to fabric.
3: The ladies Oh, with I was the talking fabric. to the ladies about fabric for 45. Got I was
1: so freaking excited over this fabric sample that I got.
4: And out of context, that sounds so funny. I was talking to the ladies about fabric, but uh yeah. You know, and the are museum, it's okay. <laughs>
3: That's right. Well, they use different fabric in different regions. I mean, come on. Yeah. You got to have the the right fabric weave and density for an airplane that was manufactured in in Germany or, you know, Ireland.
1: That's (laughs) right.
4: They made the airplanes in Ireland?
3: No, but they made the fabric in Ireland.
1: Ah, That's right. Irish linen, baby. That's right. The the two hours a day they were sober enough to weave.
0: (laughs)
2: Well <laughs> that's what they use to strain the whiskey with and then they yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh that you gave it the
4: color. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's why it was so
4: flammable. Okay. Yep. <laughs> not, not hey, we, got, the we got eleven
2: again. we got eleven viewers.
1: Wow. Sorry
4: guys. Apologies. Born <laughs> yeah.
1: We're boring him to death. <laughs>
2: hey, that,
1: that Kevin guy is lurking. Yeah. From, oh, from uh freefall.
2: From they? that free RC pod. Oh that guy,
3: yes. Hey, well guy. so guy, this yeah. we hey, don't Kevin, don't we Kevin, can't copy this. Copy this, Kevin. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and, and we can't let this be a bad podcast. Kevin thinks that any podcast I'm in, I ruin it. <laughs>
0: That's
1: nonsense. <laughs> no, nah, we love those guys at Free Fall. Yeah. We do. Yeah, we do. So yes. Jeff,
3: when, when you sign on to the forum, where is your first go to? Where do you navigate to first?
5: I would uh, have to be completely guilty of focusing most of my time, I'll say about ninety percent of it or more, in the Balsa area. Okay. And so. then it's then it's yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to put some views over in that area. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, I've done some. I built my GB,
5: <laughs> and then it, then from there, it's usually over into the areas where where you're at, Joshua, doing the uh, some of the really crazy foam stuff.
0: Okay,
5: but okay. my time is somewhat limited with uh, with the family and work and everything else, so I don't. Um, I, I'm completely guilty of not trolling through the entire forum.
3: That's okay. That's okay.
4: That's okay. Me too.
1: I uh, <laughs> uh, when I go, I just hit new <laughs> posts. I hit new posts, and that's all I do. I, that's I just what I do.
3: New too. Posts and yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I check my multi copter stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah that, most of the, most of the time, I look at uh, the titles, and if it's a catchy title that I know is probably going to interest me. I'll log into it. If I have something to say, I'll say it, but for the most part, I'll just keep my mouth shut. Um, I, I really, when I when I post, it's either because I know the person like from meeting them in person and I'll give them a personal jab, or I actually have something genuine to say about the project they're working
5: yeah. on. <laughs> well, I spend a lot of time over in the Balsa area, just trying, hopefully trying to encourage people to try the Balsa and uh, answer questions I think- when I can
1: i think you're doing it i really do yeah no i, I think this uh build along is fantastic and hopefully that does yeah do you know do you have people who've never built bossa before doing this with you absolutely
5: i, I oh, don't remember sweet. exactly how many but i would say probably half of them
3: that's good, fantastic. good. that's awesome that's so but, cool. you
1: know, that's a victory that's that's goal achieved yep that's, i wish that uh, was
3: one of them i really do yeah me that... too i wish i I I wish I had the time to do it, but you know, I don't, but I I'm, I'm really enjoying following along. I think it's great that other people are willing to put their mistakes out there on, on the the internet.
5: (laughs) Oh, and I've, I've put a lot of my own mistakes out there too. And we all do, we all make them. That's, that's part of the fun is you make a mistake, you fix the mistake, you move on, you make another mistake, and you just keep repeating that process until you're done. Yeah.
2: Yeah, look, I'm making a mistake right now for even talking about building something.
1: <laughs> I've got a piece, so I'm trying not to make a
5: mistake right now.
2: <laughs> oh, you don't have your yellow pants on?
0: No, oh.
5: I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Matter of fact, I'll be right back.
5: Oh, I see how he's. you,
3: yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Patrick. It Patrick.
4: <laughs> Speaking of y'all, let let me run away for a moment.
2: Oh, uh, uh, look at there! Everybody's just bailing.
5: <laughs> start the stopwatch.
3: Well, Mike, I, I know you're not a builder, but to, uh, I'd be curious to know how you cruise the round on the forum. How do you navigate?
2: I usually go to just the new posts. You know, the day, the the newest posts, and then just look around and. And kind of see if anything piques my interest and go in and read it and you know okay, so i'm, I'm kind of gonna... like you if, if i have something <laughs> to say i'll say it if i don't i won't and generally i don't i haven't been on there a lot lately only be, well i haven't been flying i haven't been doing anything lately because of the travel schedule that i've had this past what eight months
0: yeah it's
3: like, <laughs> it's like it's like every other day you're in a different side of the continent
2: yeah i know it and hopefully that'll slow down a little bit but i really don't see it happening but, uh, I'm actually off for a full week, uh, after the first of the year. Um, so when I leave work Friday, which I do have to go to salt Lake city next week, but I get back late Thursday night. So when I leave work Friday, I won't have to go back to work until the Monday after. So yeah. And I've actually got a, um, 51 inch 3D hobby shop AJ Slick that I'm gonna try to get put together, and if I get that done in time, I may even try. I'm gonna try, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm gonna try to start work. Either I'll either finish up my uh, oh it's over in that corner now, Uh, my storch or start on the vegan. Okay. So I'm actually going to try to do some building.
3: I'll I'll forgive you if you don't.
2: Well,
0: I'm <laughs> gonna I, I gotta
2: get that that uh, that that Edge Five Forty that AJ Slick built. I've got to get that thing done. I loved my '59 I had, and ended up crashing it. And
3: I've still got those wings. We never did build that Franken plane.
2: I know we never did. That's all right. I'm sure That's you'll right. find a good use for them at some point.
3: Oh. They're in my part stash. He's got a yeah. refill. <laughs> <laughs>
2: those got some really good servos them too, by the way. Yeah, they do. Yeah, those are really nice servos. Those were about $40 a piece servos. So.
3: Well, I should yeah. probably take wow. them out and put them to work.
2: Those are really good servos. So, they're Metal Gear and everything. So, those are yeah, good. I noticed they were
3: high tech, so yep. I'll have to take them out and put them to work on something.
2: Yeah, Absolutely.
4: Now, I know this is going to make really, really bad podcasts, but it'll make, you know, okay video, I think. Um, I keep getting messages right now through Facebook from somebody. I'm not going to say Eddie's name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he,
4: he saw a plane in my my van when I was bringing that stuff home. I posted a picture of it. It's this hydro thing. And he oh, yeah. He wants it. No, it's junk. You don't want it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I actually think it, that'll it, make a good podcast as well because it sounded really good. <laughs> <laughs> it went for those listening, I,
4: I threw the plane. Um hydro boat thing. No, uh I, I got something that might be good for him, but that's not it. Uh the I, I had quite a haul. I got a, a bird of time in that pile of planes Ooh. as well. Oh really? And, nice. and uh Josh Finn was real excited because he I guess apparently there's a slip in motor uh that you can put in it and okay. uh, the, the thing is amazing the wings you know just half the wings almost you know as tall as me uh and so you know it's it's a fairly impressive plane uh i, I asked him if it was anything like the uh motor that josh was talking about butchering into his bird of time and he, he kind of had this look on his face like i said something wrong uh <laughs> apparently you know this this is a little bit more of an elegant fit so <laughs> i might have to look into it <laughs>
5: Well, that plane is, uh, it's just a beautiful plane when it's done. It's just a great style, fantastic. I'd love to build one one day.
3: And they just fly,
5: yeah.
4: It's, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. I, I like I said, I got it, you know, it's up in the loft now, uh, so I'm not gonna try to drag it down. But I got some neat planes out. I've got a couple of sail planes and, and some other stuff that's junk and went almost immediately into the trash can. Um, uh, <laughs> I think some, some people saw my RC transmitter purge, all these little toy RC transmitters that just spray. <laughs> <right. laughs> yeah. I didn't post those on Facebook because the guy is friends with me now and, and you know I didn't want to hurt his feelings, but yeah. <laughs> Basically, it was it was the stuff that was all up on my bench here and I just swept it off right into the trash can. You know, I did try, he had some of the little uh, budget, you know, mall type helicopter, coaxial helicopters that, you know, the batteries were too far gone and wouldn't hold a charge. But um, yeah, those were in the trash too. I have, uh,
1: I have, have several of those of that, that need to be stuff. trashed.
0: Oh,
3: friend, Fred. Was that? You need to post some of that stuff on the forum.
4: I actually probably should. Uh, that would make an interesting thread, you know. Maybe maybe a thread about what kind of purchases people do in bulk purchases, you know, secondhand yeah. treasures and stuff.
3: What do you? What did you find at an estate sale today? Something like that.
4: Well, <laughs> and, and that's. I mean, I'm. I, I, I did do uh, an estate sale recently, um, and and you guys remember it was this summer, and probably my most excited thing. I'm going to run away from the the video again. <laughs> But when I saw it, I was so excited. Again, I like the old stuff.
3: I think he's probably talking about that that workbench or run-up stand or something.
1: Okay. I Did didn't you, see that.
3: You didn't see that?
1: No. All
3: right. Okay. Exactly. So
1: Exactly. Here he comes.
3: Yeah, yeah. Hurry up. Yep, that's, that's what it is. Okay. You're in for a treat. This is cool. This thing is awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I had to
4: fix it up a little bit, but this is an old-style flight box and for big balls of planes. And I do have a few that are, uh, were gifted to me. I want to convert to electric. Uh, so this here, these stands here fold up and you can put the fuselage in the plane here. And on the back, it's got these little pieces that fold out. You slide the wing here. So you could be at the field tuning your plane, getting it ready. Because the old glow planes, you have to spend a lot of time just getting them ready before you could fly them. Um, and then after you're done flying, you have to put them in a stand like this so you can wipe them all down. Uh, and then it's also got this compartment here uh with with steps and drawers that are missing but there's drawers here free transmitters stuff like that and then when you're all done you know this whole thing is spring loaded these fold up and then the legs fold up
2: oh that is cool
1: that is and
2: of course
4: i've got there, a flight test sticker on there already and uh yeah kevin steve free fall rc's on there too
1: there you go you oh did. yeah I, could.
4: I don't have a Please, community cast sticker because no one sent me one We don't even have stickers. We don't have those. Oh, boo.
3: (laughs) See, I would take that and make it into a a portable charging station or something. Yeah, uh,
4: I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with it yet. I I, I had actually cleaned it all up, Windex and sprayed it and wiped it all down, and I got it dirty again. Uh, But yeah, I want to do something with it. I'm not quite sure what.
3: Yeah, you should you should totally share that on the forum because a lot of people would be like, well, what's that for? What's that? Because they've never been exposed to glow. Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have. I've got the slice marks on my arm to prove it when I went yeah. to reach across to take the glow plug off and hey. forgot that there was propeller spinning there.
3: I've got scars on my knuckles from my control line planes as a kid.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the spring-loaded Cox motors. Yeah. yeah I've perhaps. got one mounted, I got one mounted to, my, uh, my, uh, to my bench over there. I had a uh. A Styrofoam Lazy Bee that had an 049 motor on it, a Cox Lazy Bee, and I uh, took that off, put an electric motor on it. And it actually flies pretty good. I was surprised.
1: I have so. several of those down in a box under my workbench here somewhere. What a Lazy Bee! No, the spring-loaded motors.
3: Uh, I yeah. love the smell of nitro burning in the in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Yes, but I but I the neighbors them hate them. the
4: sound. So yeah,
3: yeah they do. But it's always a special time at the club field when they break out the trainers and you fire up the glow fuel and you're like, Oh yeah, that's why I fly electric. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 the uh you know I know it's a little bit off from the F T community, although we probably have some F T community people that, that, you know, fly Nitro or, or are curious about it.
0: I but think we have yeah, two. You know,
4: that two, was maybe. that was that was the great thing when we first started doing electrics versus nitro is because I was not good at tuning my motors.
0: Mm -hmm. And
4: a motor that ran great in the morning, as the day warmed up, didn't fly. The motor didn't run the same. You had to go and mess with needle valves and tuning. And and those are the days when you you couldn't learn to fly on your own. You had to have someone show you this stuff. I mean, it just
5: That's one nice thing about going to gas now instead of uh, nitro. It's a lot more stable.
3: Absolutely.
4: Well, I guess when, you, when you've got a plane that's the size of the one behind you, you need a gas motor. <laughs> <laughs> or a well,
3: couple of car they're, batteries. <laughs> they're, they're making small gas engines now. Oh, they're I know to like 15 and 10 cc.
4: Yep. yep. Well, they're yeah, tiny. I'm looking at these, the, the 40 size, the 46 size uh, gasoline motors from, I think Hobby King was selling some. I don't know who else is
5: doing them. Yeah, Uh-oh. I've got a uh, 50 cc Quadra sitting here That's that could be used a, as a weapon and you self-defense <laughs> if you
3: need to. Yeah. The, the, those well, motors are phenomenal. They'll run yep. forever.
5: And you Absolutely. Could just,
4: uh, I could I could almost mount that on. I don't know if you can see in the background. I've got the um,
5: the output There you go.
4: My paramotor. Uh, oh.
5: Well, it's probably about as big as the uh, engine on your scooter.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> that's a 50cc or 49. <laughs> <laughs> just put that on my back and step on a skateboard and just go.
1: That's okay. right. So, uh, uh, Jeff, what are you going to power that bird dog with?
5: The original plan was to use that Quadra 50, but uh, unfortunately, after I got it and looked at how it was designed, it's got a huge flywheel that mounts really close to the prop. And with the cowling on the L 19, it, it would cause some massive clearance issues. So, I've got a couple of options. My brother does a lot of machine work. He actually builds his own bicycles literally from scratch. He buys the tube, uh, bends it, does his own brazing, and he does a lot of machine work. So, he's going to make an adapter for me that gets a – put the prop out about another inch and a half or so.
4: Oh, nice.
5: I may do that, but the more people I talk to, the more I find that 50 cc is marginally, it's on the low side for a plane this size. Oh, wow. So I might actually just bite the bullet and pick up a, um, about a, close to a 60, I think about a 58 inch or 58 cubic, 58 cc, I'll get this right eventually,
0: (laughs) Um, pick up a little bit
5: larger engine for it that's a better design for that type of cowl. Um, The guy that I got the Quadra from is selling... I don't know if it's a quarter scale or a fifth scale zero that might be a better fit for that engine so i might pick up that uh, plane and i'll you know have to put the engine in something
1: well you okay. need yeah. something for the engine what else
4: are you <laughs> going to do? now is that a, is that a single cylinder or how are they doing that
5: yeah it's a single
4: because i know um well i remember my dad's Cessna 170 the full-size one was a, um i think it was a four-cylinder um opposed continental
1: yeah.
5: horizontally opposed four cylinder. Yeah. yeah okay yeah this is yeah. just one one big old cylinder
3: yeah no the the that that quadra motor i've seen fly a uh i think it was a zarola but i can't remember uh the designer but it was a quarter scale p40 and it mm-hmm. flew the snot out of that plane <laughs> in, in fact the guy that flew it he he didn't have an electric starter for it he had mm-hmm. basically he took a um uh, it's like a tube of PVC with a bit of rubber on the end of it. Sure. And, and he wrapped a string around it and it made uh-huh. it like a pull star. <laughs> well,
4: that's what they did in the old days.
3: Yeah. And, and was, did somebody have to like lay on top of the plane to keep it from. Being oh, yeah, I mean, you, had, you have planes that big. It's, it's just good practice to have at least one person standing yes. behind the plane. So, it, yeah. you know, when it spools up, it doesn't run into your face and chop all your fingers off. But <laughs> What, but why yeah, is there fingers on your face but it was amazing <laughs> I mean the, he'd like barely pull on that string and that engine just fired right up and that plane would be sailing down he'd be clipping grass on low speed. <laughs> I mean that it was a phenomenal performing engine on that plane so yeah, yeah I think well, this part
5: this I particular we, model uh, they do make them with a spring behind the flywheel where you just rotate it uh, backwards Yep. wind the spring up and let it go and it's wow. supposed to start it mm-hmm. this particular one doesn't have that but i believe i i believe the parts are still available to uh to add that if i wanted to
3: mm, why not it's extra nose weight yeah true
5: <laughs> <laughs> and i might need it
0: yeah just, just, just
1: start it ringy boo rc style you know with your foot yeah, stomp stomp on,
4: on it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, and, and, and the, the, uh, the zorelli 50s I think that's what uh, Mac Hodges had in the B twenty nine. He had four of them.
2: So. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so.
3: I can't. remember. Yeah, that
2: four plane's gone.
1: Yeah, that's sad. The four that is line? sad. <laughs> and he a, died in Delaware.
4: That was yeah, that was did. my uh, my my debut episode with Flight Test.
1: Oh, that's co-host. where you ho- you were co host.
4: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that's- that.
4: That was uh intimidating. Talk about community, uh, you know, to uh to to watch those guys do a show live uh, was impressive.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean,
4: because Josh yeah. just thinks the stuff up on the fly. He's a natural, and Josh Scott, for him to be able to come up with the jokes he does, just just the you know just spur of the moment. He I miss him. That guy is, is amazing. Yeah, he, amazing host.
1: he adds he adds a lot to the episodes, and I I do miss him too. I yeah, really do. Absolutely. absolutely.
4: And uh, he is not at all what I thought he'd be like in person. You know, I, I thought no. he'd be more that, you know. You thought
1: stupid. he'd be nice and you're saying he's a jerk, what
4: no, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I kind of actually pictured the opposite. I thought he'd be a little bit, you know, the too cool hipster type of thing, but the guy was the most humble, polite person. No, he he actually seemed embarrassed to be a
5: to be recognized? recognized.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. I well, I
1: I've talked yeah. about this before. Last year at Flight Fest, I'm standing along the flight line, and somebody taps me on the shoulder. I turn around. It's like, "Hey, Patrick," and it's Josh Scott. I'm like, "Oh, wow. Hey, Josh. See, he, doesn't, he
0: doesn't
4: tap me on <laughs> the shoulder. He goes the other way." <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
3: well, it's it's funny. It's 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 the same thing with Stefan, and and I think it's almost to the opposite effect too. Cause I mean Stefan, I think he's a ph- phenomenal character. He's very funny to watch on the videos, but meeting him in person, I, I mean the guy will—he's a hard worker. Oh Let yeah, me tell ya, he—he he, he, when we were there, Patrick, that first day when we were helping set up at Flight Fest, oh, yeah. we were in that tent branding, and he was running around lifting stuff and doing stuff. He is a focused person, and he's—he's
4: the- he's got like ADD, O D, oh, no. OCD I don't know how it works um, <laughs> yeah one minute he's you you can't picture this guy you do concentrate on anything he seems so you know everywhere but then when he's working on something he is focused and yeah he, he's impressive
5: his yeah. dial goes to 11
4: yes <laughs> Both
1: directions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: I think his might go to 12 <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's really interesting, because I heard a lot of people, you know, talking when he first started showing up on the videos and everything, how they really didn't like him. And I'll be honest with you, on the videos at first, I wasn't real fond of him. And then when I did get to meet him out at Flight Flight Fest, completely different than what I expected. And now when I watch the videos, I love what he's
1: doing.
4: I I think what it is, is he's so full of energy, it seems like an act. I I like actually, like him.
0: him yeah, and so yeah I, know, I like
1: the, I like the energy he brings personally i I, I enjoy him
4: but it I seems do. it seems almost fake because there's so much of it on the show. Yeah. but that's no that's really how he yeah. is. I mean I remember that's, I met him before he started showing up on the episodes and he that's just how he is I mean, he's like all, when and, it,
3: and when he gets into
1: those giggle fits those oh. are genuine yeah.
3: they really are genuine giggle fits
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, they
3: truly
2: are.
1: And now he's a dad.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's
3: gonna make a great dad. He's yeah. gonna be so silly. That'll
5: slow him down.
3: <laughs> Only yeah, if it I makes it will. him
5: tired enough. Eventually it will.
4: <laughs> and uh, you know, expanding on the community theme. Um, I've not been doing much work in the articles area, and not because I've been lazy, we've not been getting that many submissions uh so anyone listening if you've got a thread you've been working on that you'd like to see polished up submit as an article please do uh you stand a really 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 good chance of getting it published because well no one else is publishing anything Uh, so and and i
0: think if you guys see a
4: thread out there please you know if you see something that you would like to see you know i mean a thread that started off as just kind of a rough idea and and it just turned into something amazing um tell that author to 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 you know contact me and and You know, we'll work on getting it as an article uh, because I'd love to see more stuff. And that's what the the article section is. It's supposed to be an online magazine that's that you could take an idea from the thread and polish it and finish it off and and put it out there. And it is such a, a, you know, it's a it's a much more focused venue because there's so few people that that get published on there.
3: Yeah. I was actually thinking about doing an article on my Contra motor. So maybe I'll write that up this week.
5: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You have nothing else to do.
4: I think hobby king would like that
5: yeah hey <laughs> yeah.
4: And, and okay, guys sorry creating dead air for you oh. guys <laughs>
0: yeah. all right,
2: all right. so is there anything else out there we need to be looking at on the on the forums or or even well, on the uh the, the facebook page or well
4: you notice that the the, the, the site's got a facelift
2: Yes, I was going to say something about yep. that and forgot.
4: And uh, the IT guy, Robert, is uh, talking about wanting to do some some changes with the forum. So that should be interesting. Um, and, and uh, oh, I, I forget who it is. Uh, I believe it's the guy from Maine. has been wanting TapTalk forever. I think they're trying to work on trying to get some sort of a mobile device friendly system.
1: What is TapTalk? I don't even know what that is.
4: I, I don't really know either. Apparently, it's kind of like a mobile version of the website for the forums. Oh, okay. It's supposed to make it more mobile friendly for people. Texting while driving, I guess. <laughs> oh,
0: very nice, because <laughs> that's what we need. Well, it, it is it is difficult.
2: Who me? it is difficult to to try to uh, to look at the forums on a mobile device. Yes, because it it, it's they're just so small, and I think Tap Talk yeah. probably helps get it to a manageable size, so you can read it and then respond to it easier.
4: Mike, Mike, you're talking like you think that, you know, you've got experience traveling around with only a mobile device at your discretion and trying to follow the forums.
2: Yep, I you got a lot. At all, <laughs> <did you? laughs> no, I don't travel much at all. <laughs> oh, in the city was we... the only place I stay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, you you said you asked about other things going on in the forum. There was a post uh, made today that uh, by a guy by the forum name of Crazy Goats. Uh, ftff 2017 fpv plane races so basically he's asking is there any are there any plans for fpv fixed wing racing at flight fest and i, I think that's a great idea and i i responded that well i think it would be cool like if maybe the uh fpvwra could maybe organize an event to take place at flight fest uh i don't know just the thought
0: <laughs>
4: Austin uh, out there somewhere is screaming.
3: <laughs> I, I thought about incorpor- incorporating FPV as part of the endurance race for the, for the air races that I'm coordinating, but uh, it, it, it would have just made my event more complicated. Um, yeah. not to mention, I don't think the technology is quite there yet for, cause we'd have to do a whole bunch of different heats, Well, the limited bands there are for the video.
4: That's almost something you'd have to almost shut the field down to do. Yeah, um, exactly. Because uh, and and the crashes would be phenomenal. Oh yeah, well, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was part
3: of it too. Is like it, it the entertainment value on that is through well, the roof.
4: I, right. I think that'd be something fun to uh. There, there's there's a giant scale project for you guys. Make the biggest plane you can. Put multiple FPV cameras on it and let people go up on rides.
3: There you go. The FPV
1: ship.
4: Yeah. And have the yeah. each camera at a different direction or angle.
1: Yeah.
5: And then maybe change you your just, frequency, change the view.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. hit scan on your your goggles and just pick up the next frequency. That would be a different that camera. Would fun. And that would fly, be fun.
4: And have it fly and have and have it fly through a combat goggle.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Right>.
4: <laughs> that would be fun. That would. And and make it so that you know those of us that are staying home for you know the next several flight fests. Uh can watch and enjoy.
1: No, exactly. uh, we're going
4: to kidnap you this year. Yeah, we
1: really do. We need to go down and abduct you.
4: Yeah. And and you know when I talk about that, I'm not trying to make myself seem you know important or anything. We all, honestly only have two guys here for the entire you know park, so you know one of us no, has that's... to be here at all times. <laughs>
1: well, uh, well then when you're not there, the other guys there.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, but
0: yeah. You know, I understand. Good
3: for them i i get it i really do but it's still a crying shame it is shame.
1: well
4: what they need to do is have a nice winter time flight fest in florida and that i'll be able to attend all the whole time
1: <laughs> yeah well i mean they're talking about you know doing flight fests around the country right
2: yes yep. yes they're talking about trying to do some different so
4: events.
1: hopefully that'll that'll happen
2: i know they were looking at some sites last week or the week before out in california yeah so okay they've been doing that for you know two years now yeah
0: <laughs> well, I, I, guess.
2: I guess they went out it was either last week or the week before and I'm not, i i think it was the week before uh really trying to nail some stuff down I, from what i understand yeah
4: so. th- there's a lot of pressure the folks out west really want you know yeah. have access to it and i think that'd yeah. be
1: great yeah absolutely
3: there's something about those rocky mountains that intimidates people they don't want to drive over them <laughs> I don't know why.
2: Or fly over them. I don't want to go that way either. Because <laughs> yeah. California is even further than Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit yeah. on, on the yeah.
3: side. A lot. I think, I think California for me would be about 23, 2400 miles.
2: Yeah, that's entirely too far to drive. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit much.
2: So, so so, if you
4: drive 100 miles an hour, it's only a day.
3: What's the big deal? The whole time and don't stop for gas. <laughs>
0: that's right.
1: Right. No bathroom breaks. None.
3: I mean, can I, I can't even imagine the gas bill. That's <laughs> just one way, you know. About four or 500 miles on a tank of gas in my cars.
2: That's, that's not bad. That's, no, yeah, that's I get, good. I get 400
5: on mine, so.
1: Uh,
5: about the 320 in my truck.
1: I
2: was going to say,
4: the minute yeah. band is three something. Yeah.
5: Yep ford expedition oh if i get 350 i'm happy <laughs> and that's guys, with a gotta, big tank you guys oh, yeah, gotta start is.
3: driving volvos more i'm telling you
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't fit an l19 this size into the into a volvo
3: yeah sure you can you just got to buy one big enough <laughs> actually i need
5: a trailer and a smaller well on that
0: note
4: you know how do you transport that jeff
5: uh right now it's the uh, well since i drive an expedition it will fit in there but ideally within the next month or so the plan is to get rid of the expedition i want to go back to something about the size of a uh, grand cherokee but that'll require a trailer so if i have to get a trailer to transport it so be it i've got other planes that would also benefit from a trailer
4: oh yeah yeah I, and i tell you i've been seeing them everywhere on online for sale and, and the prices have come way down on trailers
5: yeah yeah you can get a decent enclosed trailer uh for a thousand dollars or so but i've got a quarter scale cub that would uh that barely fits into the into the cherokee um a quarter scale pete and pole and a few other large planes so i'd like to be able to take more than one plane to the field at a time <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> why uh,
5: uh, just because my, uh, my track record is I don't come back with them in, in every track.
4: So <laughs> you only need a big vehicle one way.
3: Yeah. Exactly. And a trash bag
5: for the way back. Yeah. So
3: let me tell you what my club president does. So this past summer, he bought a trailer and then he bought a new airplane. This is a 43% airplane.
0: Oh my.
3: He is the regional director for IMAC uh his name's Brad Baby. And uh yeah, he bought this new airplane. It has a hundred and fifty CC engine on it. And he the whole reason he bought the trailer was he literally could not fit it inside his house to assemble.
0: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Honey, <laughs> he said it's too big for the garage. I have to assemble it at the field. Wow. So, So he put it together out there, and I mean, it it is huge. I mean, he's got one of those twelve foot by twelve foot uh, Easy Ups, and it's it 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 takes out of all sides. (laughs) Yeah, it's the it's the whole thing. It's it's absolutely enormous. But yeah, he just he leaves the trailer parked at the field with the airplane inside it.
4: (laughs) See, see, that doesn't seem like fun flying to me. That I'd be worried the whole time yeah
3: well he he flies competitively i mean you have to recognize that this is is a high performance airplane and and the the airplane that he does typically fly at our field he's been flying for around seven eight years and it's it's got covering coming off of it (laughs) he, he has repaired the landing gear he's ripped it out more times than i can even count uh but but still it's it's such a well-flown airplane he knows how to fly the living snot out of it because he has flown it so much and having it there at the field he's got a generator that you will charge up batteries he's got a whole toolbox he oh he's got his covering film oh i ripped the film again oh let me just bust out the heat gun (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah
4: i've seen i'll tell you that that's a that could be an episode in itself is some of the um the trailers that you see at these events yeah, full, yeah. full workshops and it's yeah. awesome and yeah. now i mean i i'm i'm wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing cnc machines and 3d printers in them
3: yeah yeah oh i broke that part let me uh let me just print one real quick All right
5: yeah that's not a bad idea huh <laughs>
0: I,
3: I, I saw a guy at uh, warbirds over delaware a couple years ago he had a genius idea so he found a, a pop-up trailer where the uh everything had gone bad like the canvas, the, can, the canvas part it's just completely all shot so what he did was he basically made himself a rolling easy up shop Yeah, it just became a canopy that shoots straight up, and he pulls the airplanes out, and he's got drawers and bins full of all of his parts, and the charging station, and all the stuff that he needs right there in the trailer. And I'm basically got the thing for free.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. You can pick them up cheap.
0: Yeah.
3: Wow. Yeah,
0: Yeah,
4: you can gut it, and I've seen I've seen him turn them into all sorts of things, food carts, and everything.
3: Yeah. Yeah there's
2: a there's a good thread for the forums somebody ought to start that's right is is how to how to build the perfect rc trailer yeah that's a good one yeah well
4: i've been trying to i've 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 been selfishly trying to encourage people to um contribute to my you know what's in your workshop because i want ideas uh (laughs) 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 because my wife my wife has just you know resigned herself to the fact i'm never gonna be happy with the way i have mine lined up so
2: i think your wife just just comes to the realization you're not going to be happy anyway so it doesn't
0: well, matter a there. <laughs> or the other way around i don't know
2: yeah one way or the other i can't remember which maybe she's the one that's not happy yeah
5: well the workshops are never-ending projects anyways
2: yeah i i thought that that would be kind
4: of a fun episode too i'd like to see you guys maybe pull off as a you know workspace i mean yeah. all of us all of us have something different i've got you know i've got plenty of room here uh but i think you know a lot of the community members are working on different things and i think that would help with the balsa stuff too um that's probably one of the intimidating factors is you know how do i dedicate a certain amount of space to a balsa build
5: yeah you know? uh, and, and i don't know if you can see it in the back corner right behind me there's yeah. just just a simple dollar tree foam board rack that i made that i have all my balsa stacked in well oh, that's foam board yeah oh, really? That's, um, awesome. Well, it's Dollar Tree foam board on the bottom, and then above that is fanfold for my covering. <laughs> That's brilliant, dude. That is cool. So it, it works well. I, um, I'm probably going to rebuild it just so I can use a little bit wider sheets in there, uh, but it works, and I keep all the ball all the extra stock that I need off right. easy access.
4: Take some pictures. puts in the thread.
5: There you go. Write an article. Yeah, we my need to know it's to A
2: or B folds or what.
5: <laughs> actually, it was cut to just about where I need it, more or less. Throw a lot of hot glue, stick the pieces together, and repeat. Go. Go. So, funny. so
3: Jeff, have you ever built on um, uh, glass?
5: I have not. I know a lot of people have done it, and what I actually, my next plan for the uh, for the workbench is to go with more with uh, metal. Okay. Uh, the glass would be nice. It's nice and smooth, but um, I, with, the, with the size of these planes, I just need to get it as sturdy as possible, and I'm really liking uh, using the magnetic uh, fixtures,
0: mm-hmm.
5: so the plan is to just completely throw out the bench that I've got, build one out of a couple layers of um, 4x8 sheet plywood, uh, glued and screwed together on a sturdy base and then put a, um, a sheet of metal over the top of it so that i can use the magnetic uh, g- uh, fixtures
3: okay I mean, yeah, like, you it's... should put together an article
5: well i got to actually started phone i got i'm kind of lazy so this one may not happen <laughs> for a while <laughs>
4: yeah the uh, the metal work surface is great because you can get the little like I think this is what you were talking about is the little red or well magnetic angle pieces you tack it down to the uh, metal surface mm-hmm. and you can get different angles
5: yeah you can get a box of a hundred of the small magnets that are about uh, inch and a half by one inch for $25 or so yeah and there's uh, one of the reasons I want to do a 3d printer at some point in the near future is it's becoming more and more uh, easy to find fixtures that you just 3d print and use those magnets and you can make some fantastic jigs to hold down parts
2: oh neat very
4: T pins on corkboard you can
5: yeah, yeah, you can get, get away with a lot fewer pins, um, less holes in the balsa, and it just gives me a good excuse to uh, get a 3D printer.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you always need a good excuse for that, right?
5: I, I think my wife has given up on me trying to come up with good excuses, and she just she just ignores me.
2: <laughs> she went through the book with the previously used ones. I don't know. I'm sorry I used that one already. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: she starts keeping track of them. I'm in trouble
2: yeah i think we'd all be in trouble at that point
5: i just get worried when she comes down into the workshop and uh starts looking around she, starts, <laughs> right. she started counting once and it was hard to distract her away from that
4: <laughs> and she's not counting she's justifying her next shopping trip
5: exactly
2: <laughs>
5: I, I won't say a thing she can feel free if we have the money go ahead <laughs>
2: yeah that's exactly what happens okay guys well we're in, uh, just a little over two hours. Whoa. And yeah, already time flies when you're having fun guys. Absolutely. I want <laughs> to say, uh, thank you to, uh, uh, Fred, Jeff, Josh, Pat, you guys are awesome. Thanks for coming on.
5: Thank you uh, very much for having me.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, we just, you know, we wanted to just kind of get back to the community a little bit cause we've been just kind of on a tangent trying to get people on and, and talk about stuff we knew that people were interested in, but uh, um, we kind of lost sight of <laughs> why we started doing this a little bit. And a little bit. I, I want to thank uh, Mr. Orchard for kind of <laughs> reining us in, man.
0: I didn't rein you in. I
3: simply pointed it out, I'm like, well, there's a whole bunch of really cool things happening on the forum, and you're not
5: talking about it. Yeah. Like, well, like his stuff. Yeah.
3: Well, no, like, like, <laughs> like, like your stuff, like a whole bunch of other people's stuff that we've talked about tonight. There's well, just I, some really cool stuff going on. People just have to read it.
4: And, and the funny thing is, I think, you know, I remember way back when, when Patrick and Mike and, and some others, uh, Ryan and, and Dan, and I did a kind of pseudo podcast or two. Right. And uh, we actually focused on that. That was, we would pick particular, you know, threads to report on. And uh, well, that was and that one of the earlier
5: that was one of the earlier podcasts, if I remember right. I yeah, it, was, where, uh, it, was, it was pre-community cast. Yeah. Right. It was inserted
1: into the flight test podcast. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh,
4: those were the days.
1: Good, good times.
2: <laughs>
1: when we were all so young.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing that it has been over six years since these guys started, though. Think about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And at the same time,
0: it's,
1: it's only been six years. Yeah,
2: I know. But I mean, you think about how big this community is now. And like Fred was talking about earlier, just how friendly, you know, the whole. Kind of stayed that way. Yes. It's, it's not changed. I mean, there have, like you said, a couple here and there, but for the most part, I mean, I don't care. You get on the forums or you get on the Facebook site and you ask a question and somebody, no one says, Well, here, go look for it. Come on, man. Right. We've already yeah. done this so many times. <laughs> right. Just Google it.
4: If they do they, they only do it once. <laughs> well,
2: I, but generally, they, they just answer the question and move on, you know, and try to help them out and encourage yeah. them. And it's, and it's it's amazing that it still happens, you know, and, and I'm proud of that fact that I'm part of that community.
4: Yeah, I, I, I'm thrilled with it. I'm, I remember twisting Chad's arm to create a forum and, uh, you know, not, not sure if anybody would even use it. And look at us now so yeah
2: look at it yep. <laughs> and there's there's a lot of stuff you see on facebook that's not even in the forums and you kind of go why isn't it in both places but yep. i guess there's a lot of followers that just don't get on the forums at all so
1: well yeah uh, um it, there's so many outlets on social media these days and it, it kind of sometimes i get a little discouraged that some of these people that are posting stuff on the facebook page aren't or don't seem to be involved in the forum. But, you know, everybody has their own thing. So Yeah,
5: yeah there's uh, there's even a couple of guys on the build-along that have emailed me or, or messaged me through the Facebook, uh, through the uh, flight test forum, and asked for input and suggestions and help. And they're not act- actively involved. They're not running a build thread. They're not part of the build-along, but they're doing it on their own, which I'm fine with. i users yeah. oh, are out great. there trying and, and learning and enjoying it. We're good. Yeah, yep. no, that's
2: that's amazing. I'm, I'm glad, you know, you do have people coming in uh, from Facebook, you know, asking you questions and things. That's that's great. I mean, I, I want this community to continue to grow. Absolutely. And that's so. one of the things
4: I, I'm, I'm hoping for is, uh, you know, I was talking to, to Robert about the, you know, website upgrades and stuff and, and having it a little bit more uh, cross friendly as far as, you know, from one site section of the site to the next and uh, that's something they're working on.
2: Yeah. That's cool. So anyway, um, I think with that, we probably ought to go ahead and, and start shutting it down. I know, uh, Josh has got kids to read. to.
3: <laughs> <and laughs> we have a routine and it has, it has passed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. My wife is okay with taking
0: care of it, but I appreciate you thinking of me.
2: Well, of course, man, you know, um,
3: it's always a pleasure to come on and talk with you guys.
2: Well, it's always a pleasure to have you on and you know you're welcome anytime, but
4: it's, yeah, it's, it's
2: you know it's time to, to end the
4: podcast when Patrick's fighting with a microphone. <laughs> Am I fighting with the- a <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: No, I, I, I,
1: I I'm playing with these wiring harnesses. That's what I'm doing right now.
2: Oh yeah, your quad harnesses. Don't don't take it apart, yeah, I- Patrick. It was good.
1: <laughs> no no no, I took I took I took another flight controller apart to,
0: okay. to, to know how.
1: I, I think I gotta get a different wiring harness for this thing though. So.
2: Well you need to you need to talk to uh the guy that sent it to you about how to wire it up correctly yeah, with your uh, absolutely receiver. So Absolutely yeah. so anyway. Well, guys, again, appreciate it very much for taking time out of your uh hopefully everybody had a day off today, except for Fred, of course. He never has a day off.
1: Yeah, but he works at a vacation resort. So it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and,
2: and, and they were swimming today. Yeah. Were they?
4: Oh man, we had a pile of people in today. It was it was gorgeous, though.
2: Wow. That's good. That's good. So, but anyway, guys, I appreciate it. Hope you had a great holiday. Um, you know, again, anytime you guys want to come on, come on um just give us a holler we'll be more than happy to to try to get you you know on the podcast and and talk about something special or if you just got something in general you want to talk about whatever anytime guys
4: get get on facebook and and tell these guys what kind of new year's resolutions you'd like to see
2: (laughs) okay That, i'm not, be, not even sure where you're going Fred I,
4: no, I think, think, think that would be a fun podcast what kind of new year's resolutions do you have planned uh you know what 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 do you want to do with your hobby this next year 2017
1: well it's cool where where do you want to go from here kind of thing yeah I,
4: like that. I yeah. just want
1: to fly more
4: and, uh, you know, and get, 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 get some, uh get some community input on it
0: yeah good oh, idea a, yeah. fast I'd yeah. like to fly. <laughs> you need to go I'd like, fast <laughs> i'd like
1: to i'd like to fly more than three times at flight Fest. That's
5: an idea. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's that's an interesting concept there. I know. <laughs>
5: that, Finish that, up that, would that. Get, that, Finish would get up that fun of... fighter, and we'll uh, we'll get that airborne for you.
1: That's right. It'll fly at least once. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long that'll be,
4: <laughs> the, but the fly gets in the way of the sitting and talking time. Yes, it well,
3: does. That's that's the problem.
2: That's not a problem.
3: That that just means Fred, the next time you do come to Flight Fest, you're never gonna fly.
2: Nope.
4: Oh no! I I, I I I don't think I don't think I'll even plan on bringing anything to fly. Um, you know, I, why, why break tradition? The last two I didn't went to I didn't fly either. So uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> he did do a dog obstacle run though. Yeah, that was yes. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, that's that was great.
4: great. And I got a banana for a reward, so that was worth it.
3: <laughs> that's because you're a monkey hey. not a dog <laughs>
2: all right guys we're going to get all off right. here again thanks so much cool. um you guys we won't talk to you before the new year's at least on the podcast so happy new year to everybody and hope they have a wonderful new year come happy on new year, 2017 everybody. thank you mike <laughs> yeah really all right guys take cool. care thanks again we'll see you well, all right goodnight. thanks guys yeah. Bye. bye